Uh oh, my mom's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> This is your Rogue Squadron podcast. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. I just missed a call from my mother. Good day, Galaxy. Good day, Galaxy. Episode 50. This is a pretty big uh, climactic Ex- event. Excursion. Why does everything have to be climactic and sexual? And it's not good. It's not good. It's the best. Ex- what, what does an excursion have to do with episode 50? Just in case. <laughs> Never know. We're excursioning into the second half of... Yep. Single di- or double digits. That's- Trail boots. <laughs> I think you name one article of footwear every <laughs> high heels is going to be next. So, <sighs> regardless of everything, uh, thanks for tuning in. We are halfway to 100. It's been a crazy journey, almost to our uh, two-year anniversary here in January, and we've done 50 episodes. Actually, we've done like 65 different things of something, but we don't want to talk about it. But yeah, I don't want to talk about that. So we've already got a uh, our peanut gallery giggling in. Um, one of our buddies, Matt from Ireland, is tuning in with us. He's going to be our special guest today. Say something right now. Top of the morning to you. Oh, what time is it over on that side of the world, Matthew? <laughs> it's, it's it's midnight, so it's it's hardly the morning. Well, it is the morning, I suppose. But yeah, hello everybody. Hello. We have some people in the chat room right now. We have. All right, so big news for episode 50 is that we are finally back on Twitch. Yes. So uh, we used to live stream every episode and some extra bonus shit, and we had a little hiatus due to internet connectivity issues, and we're back. So from here on out, barring anything crazy or any ridiculous traveling or anything, we are going to be on Twitch. You can find us at Rogue Squad Pod, and if you're in the chat room right now, Kerner, Chris, and Red Five Mom, what do we know her actual name? No. Red five. Yep. I believe she's a follower on Instagram. So Sweet. Instagram works. Perfect. It does work. Um it does work. But thanks for thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks, Matt, for being here. If and you guys problem. if you guys listened to uh last episode, we definitely had a list of topics that we were gonna talk about and we never got to a single hey. fucking one. So Thanks, Anthony. <laughs> so we'll probably we'll, we're gonna backtrack. Um I guess I still have the list here. Let me bring it up. But uh I guess outside of that list, the only thing that really happened oh what? I saw you make a face. I was excited. <laughs> Perfect. Um, outside of that list, I finally finished Arkham Asylum. Um, be awesome. like eight so, years old. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I was okay. think I was thinking about it. I'm other, glad you finished it. And uh, I'm uh, proud of you. Other than Battlefield, other than Battlefield and Skyrim, I have not finished a game since Kotor. That's a fact. I've never finished a story mode of a game since Kotor. We haven't finished Battlefield either. Don't True, you did, you but I put I put a hundred hours of my life into that, so it, yeah, I finished it. Um, True, you never finished Skyrim because you can't ever finish Skyrim. Kind of true. Just, it just keeps repeating itself. True. Um, and then obviously topics. If you guys are in the chat room, feel free to yell at us about certain things, and we'll we'll love to bring them up if we uh, once we clear them through the censorship department. Make sure they're not too vulgar. 
You know, this is a clean show, guys. Come on. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, so I heard Matt giggle at Arkham Asylum. So yeah, man. Are, are you a fan of those that series? I love them. I love them. You know, the one thing I wasn't impressed with, though, was the last one, uh, Arkham Knight. I, I just didn't get it. I just didn't get it at all. I played Arkham City. I played, you know, uh, I, Asylum. I, I just didn't get Arkham Knight at all. I didn't like it. That's the third one? That's the fourth yeah, one. Yeah, the oh. Xbox, you know, well, PS4, the next gen, the new one. Okay. I just didn't like it. The Batmobile sucked. A hell of a lot of balls. <laughs> I, I just, it was horrible. It was really bad mechanics. It's terrible. Yeah, we heard there was the Batmobile was like a cool feature at first, but then there was just way too much of it. It was hideous, you know, and the controls as well. And then you'd have to do all these Riddler challenges. This is not a spoiler alert, but it became to the point where like I just used to smash the controller against the floor and just uh, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, kind, that kind of game. And, you know, you know, it's bad when you have to walk away from it. <laughs> right. Um, we I haven't played Origins because I heard bad things and I haven't played Arkham Knight because we don't have next gen yet. But I, th I think I still ought to give it a try. Was it Origins yeah. that uh, Mark Hamill was not the Joker? Correct. And the same, and the Batman guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my oh, head. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, God, that's terrible. I should know God, that. Yes, God was the voice of, <laughs> of Jesus. Jesus as Batman. Joker. <laughs> I have yeah. risen from the dead and now I'm playing Batman, bitch. <laughs> Kick your ass. Yeah, Pretty don, sure. Donned a cape and ran around uh, Arkham, you know? Fantastic. Yep. That's a Christ I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that Origins was the one where the two main voice actors, which like sells the game because it's such cinematic uh, of oh, a game, yeah. they're, they weren't there. Yeah, it's... But it's a prequel, though. It, it I'm, I can only talk about Asylum. I've played City. I just haven't got all the way through it. But... As far as the gameplay, I love it. Mm -hmm. And the way they incorporate the um, the equipment, all the special stuff, but they don't overdo it. So and maybe build it up. Yeah. In a way that like it's easy to remember it all. You know? Yeah. They, yeah. They can, they walk you through it, but it's like I said, it's a it's a um, challenging game, but it's not too difficult. You can get to certain places, then you'll ha you'll get beat a couple times. It's just like, oh, I, I just didn't figure that boss out yet. I didn't right. figure out how to beat Ivy. That's why I died a couple times. Right, right, right. But once you yeah. figured it out, it's it's not too hard. Um, but it's it also adds that like movie creepy, especially with the scarecrow stuff, and it's so mm -hmm. it's like trippy and yeah. Uh, I know those those levels like where he goes into your your psyche and you, like you have to avoid his eye line and stuff like that. That's really cool. Yeah, I love that. It's yeah. just it, it kind of throws you for a loop because you you figure Batman is so human, right? He's such such a human superhero that all of a sudden he's tripping balls and <laughs> you know <laughs> in, in scarecrow's tent yeah but um yeah. but it's cool and then one of my the biggest mind-blowing things was right at the end when you're tripping balls and you get to play as a joker for that like 30 seconds and you walk up yeah. i kept like swinging the the camera around to look at myself i'm like i'm the joker yeah. right now it's like i can't crazy. believe it have you played the, that was uh, cool have you played the challenge modes yet because you get to be the joker no i I haven't played them, no. I think I just remember playing it and going, completing it and thinking, oh, I'll go back to that. And then, you know, a month goes by and you're like, shit, I forgot all the controls. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> it, <de> <laughs> like, it, it is definitely a game that I I played for like a week and got halfway through the game and then I started playing Battlefront or Battlefield. And then I tried to go back and I was like, shit, I have to relearn already yeah. like what, what where everything is. So, Yeah, yeah. the... Um the challenge modes afterwards, you have to beat a certain group of bad guys and it just keeps getting harder and harder. At the end, there's like 30 of them. You have to take them all out and get like a flawless combo the entire time. 
to well, because the, it was weird because the my the most difficult battle in that game for me was the the second to last. The last one was the Joker. The second to last was those two Titan guys, and then there was just thirty regular guys. Yeah. And every time I went after a Titan, some asshole would just hit me in the head with a <laughs> baseball bat and fuck it all up. It gets insane. Ugh. It really does. I always. I always thought that was a real cheap shot. Whenever time, every time I see Batman getting nailed with a baseball bat, I just go, "Ah, oh, come on, man! Seriously, it kind of kills the illusion for me." Do you know that kind of thing? Right, yeah. but it also makes him so human. You know, yeah, he's not. True enough. I wouldn't even call him a superhero. He's just a guy in a suit, and he's wealthy. So I think that's what really sets him up. He has no ability. Yeah, right. He has no natural that's ability. It. Right. No. <laughs> you know, but like fair play to him. I mean, if I had money, I'd just buy a load of high tech shit and go around beating the crap out of people too. <laughs> well, yeah. Pay for the best training. The first thing I do. Yeah. <laughs> what? I have money. Let's <laughs> Don't even spend it. Don't even train or anything. Just start beating the shit out of people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But like, you as know, pretend you're righteous. Yeah. As <laughs> yeah. soon as you see your bank account, just start swinging, swinging at people. Yeah. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> You know, you go into McDonald's, the breakfast menu is no longer serving. You just go, I'll be back in a second. <laughs> and back your Batmobile and launch it right into the main forecourt of the, of the McDonald's. Yeah. Or something like that. I mean, I'm not advocating that crap. I'm just saying this is what I do. We got, a, <laughs> we got an awesome comment uh, from Chris who goes by Dima Spider. How do you pronounce it, by the way? Dima? Dima Spider? I don't know. Uh, he says, I like listening to Lamb of God when I do the challenge modes for the big beatdowns and everything. Oh, wow. That'd That's be awesome. perfect. Just cool. beat the shit yeah. out of people. Just headbang. <clears throat> I was going to say something, a, and now I'm not. That's a really good point about soundtracks in, in, in games. I mean, I love soundtracks in games, but like, it'd be, I, th- I, th- I think it's a thing that's underused, the ability to put your own music into games. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I mean, I definitely, I could totally jam to, to Lamb of God and kicking the crap out of people as Batman. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> I like about the Xbox. I, I don't do it much, but if you put, if you copy your music onto your Xbox, you can play it during the game and for majority of the games it will cut off like the music in the game and keep the voices and stuff all right cool doesn't work for all of them but it was fun i remember i used to do that all the time when i was playing uh uh call of duty zombies that was the main oh, one cool. where i would yeah i would just like blast metal and just slay nazi zombies slay nazi zombies yeah it's it awesome that's so cool i i like kind of i i stopped uh with call of duty there after uh Black Ops, the first Black Ops. Mm-hmm. So I'm totally at the loop. I'm totally at the loop. You could probably fill me in on what's going on. Oh, I know no. they released a new game, but like I just, I've been playing Fallout 4. It just passed me. I'm like, what? Call of, Call of Duty? What's that? <laughs> no, we, we <laughs> stopped too, man. After uh, I was really excited for Modern Warfare 3, and it came out, and it was basically the same thing as Modern Warfare 2. And since then, I've yes. just, I've totally lost it uh, for the entire yeah. franchise. Um, and uh, like we talked about when we first uh, met you was Battlefield. Like I, as soon as I found, bat- found Battlefield, I was yeah. like, well, that's going to dedicate my uh, my shootage. Yeah, it's such a great game. Like, I'm sorry I haven't gone on with you guys there. I just I haven't had the time and stuff, but it's, it's a much better uh, shoot 'em up than than Call of Duty. Yeah, I know. Probably, I'm stirring. Uh, I've just hit a, a, a nest of bees there. I'm sorry. But, uh, you <laughs> know, okay. it's just my opinion. I love all the games <laughs> equally. You know, we were trying to talk about that, and some kid said, I was like, you know, you like Call of Duty, I like Battlefield, we just have opinions. And he's like, yeah, but the thing about opinions is some people are wrong. Like, <laughs> so, what's the, what are we talking about here? Well, well that's, that's your opinion. opinion. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, my favorite opinion quote is like, everyone's, uh, everyone's uh, opinions are like uh, assholes, everyone's got one. Yep, and Call of Duty stinks. Oh, good. <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel wants to talk about Force Awakens TV spots. I don't. Oh. So, 
<laughs> well, no, all right, Matt. That's, we're that's gonna end it up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Grinner, if I do. It's official. Well, we want to hear from you uh, since this is your first time on the show. Yeah. What is give us all your fanboy thoughts about? Oh my god! About um, Force Awakens and everything. But the thing I was most stoked about with all of these um, the snippets that were in the rain, and I've seen somewhere somebody had isolated a shot and they zoomed in. And it looks like a Mandalorian of some description to his upper, to the to the left of him. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my god! And seeing like the the um, the Mandalorian's insignia and the flags as they were passing into um, what we we think is uh, Max Katana's uh, Maz Katana's uh, base camp. I've just I've just it's a bit of an overload to be honest with you. But what I really really like is um, when I'm watching these short snippets is the lighting and all that. It all feels. Real. It mm-hmm. feels much more like um, like Star Wars. That's and it's really weird. I, it's amazing the way they've they've done that because they've managed to to create that environment with lighting and all this kind of stuff. Whereas before, with with the prequels, you were kind of looking at them. They all seem very manufactured. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this yeah. feels so Star Wars. You know how did they do that? <laughs> so incredible. we should probably preference back to because um, you're going to be talking about the TV spot and the trailers very technically because of your occupation. So yeah. what do you do? I am an, I am an actor um, by trade, um, which sounds like a totally wanky job. But uh, it yeah, is, it that's is. what I do. It is. It is. Of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's exactly what my, you sound like my parents. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's like, don't do that. He's not. But, um, no, he's it's, adopted. Uh, I, <laughs> Star Wars was the reason I, did, I, I got into acting. Um, that's good to hear. And obviously... Obviously, yeah. You know, it's, when you see, you can't say that when you're in, in the acting circles. You can't go. So, um, what's your favorite movie? Uh, you know, they're all going. Oh, you know, Citizen Kane, etc. And I go, you know, Star Wars. And they just look at you like, oh, get out. But um, <laughs> leave the Stanislavski session right now. But um, no, I just, it's just, it's just amazing. You know, that that a uh, sense of of adventure, of play, really. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at them technically, but I'm also looking at them as a complete fanboy. So I'm nerding out right now. I can't, I can't get to enough of this that's now, going on. Now, when you, when you were recording, uh, <laughs> playing the part of Kylo Ren, um, <laughs> what was going through your mind? What did JJ tell you to feel while you were going through? <laughs> he told me. He told me just, just, just say the fucking lines, Matt. Just, <laughs> you know, just, just go like, no, JJ. I think what you meant to say here was, um, you know, <laughs> I, Matt, wish, I Matt, wish. Matt, just keep your pants on. That's that was, that's yeah, yeah. what JJ told you. <laughs> say these few lines. I'll put a lens flare over there by your ear. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you see the the big lens flare on the the mother? Well, as Kylo Ren is standing, and the, you know, there's kind of a red backdrop or whatever. This massive lens flare. Yeah, I came in. Like straight away. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I mean, a lot of people give J.J. Abrams stick for that. I, I like it. I think it's a nice visual style. And sure, if it works for him, you know, it works for me too. I don't care. I think it, I think it's I'm, unique and it sets him aside. But I think in the <laughs> Star Trek series, he overused it. Um, yeah, but, but I do uh, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I loved, I loved, um, uh, you know, Super Eight. You remember, you remember that movie? You've seen it. I think you, I think it only was aired in Ireland. Uh, oh, it only, it only aired here. Okay, yeah. we'll move on. Move on. 
<laughs> you see, that's that's probably the only thing that we got you guys got before you guys. Oh, we're going to see it here before you guys too. You know that? Yeah, thanks. we're going to see it. Before, uh, yeah. No, no problem. Absolutely <laughs> no problem. That's revenge for the little uh, Super A comment there. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like a, it's a day early for you, right? And then it's two days early yeah. for United. Yeah. No, for uh, um, well, they filmed all the Jack Who stuff. I can't remember. Oh, like, uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, they get two days early. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not good. It's not real, America. <laughs> Can space time continue, man? That's true. We're all <laughs> actually going to see it at the same time. It just we're gonna, we think it's different days. Yeah, we're all going to be. I'm no, just, I just we're all going to be there together. I'm just going to time travel and see it live. Yeah, because it's a you long, know, long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. So long ago. Yep. Yeah. No, it's going to be cool. I mean, I've got my tickets uh, booked here already. Uh, they they sold up like like in about ten minutes. Yeah. Here. So bad, like we, you know, I, I was going on the website trying to get one ticket, but I managed to get a couple, and uh, I'm delighted like, that we're going to go see the Midnight Show and all that kind of jazz. Just, I remember like 1999, like queuing up for the Phantom Menace. Just remembering, you know, that feeling we all had, like this is going to be amazing, this is going to be incredible, and then we all like had that period of denial where we're going, yeah, it was great, it was really good, it was really good, and then in the back of your head going, stop fucking lying to yourself, and then. And then but ultimately, you know, I kind of have forgiven the prequels, but they did disappoint. Let's, let, let's just not, let's just call a spade a spade. They really did let us down. But with this one, I think, I think all the notes are going to be hit. And I think, I think so. it's going to be massive, massive success. Hopefully. Well, it's because the movie's being made by a fanboy. JJ has already proclaimed himself like, oh, I grew up a Star Wars fan and that I, I know what the people want because I am one of those people. So Yeah, <clears throat> yeah totally. Like, like, that's what I was saying about Super 8. Like, he put loads of little Star Wars references in the background. You can see, like, a TIE fighter advanced and all this kind of jazz. It's really cool. You know, I love that kind of homage to stuff. <laughs> he did that with Star Trek, actually. And I saw a YouTube video of someone breaking down different scenes and they slowed it way down and there was like an explosion in space and it was like an R2-D2 that passed through in the debris. No way. Yeah. Really? That's awesome. Or like an astromech <laughs> droid. No, it was R2. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's where he was the whole time. Kind of. Yeah. Missing. Not with Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was just chilling. Yeah, what's going on with Luke? What is going on with Luke? Uh, Why is well, he in the trailer? Well, if you, ask I mean, any, I, if you ask anyone, of course, he's Kylo Ren. It's him. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Bullshit straight off the bat there. Yes, um, <laughs> yes we agree. Let's nip that fucking thing in the bud. Uh, no, you know, I, I went down to Skellig Michael where they're shooting all the Luke Skywalker scenes. Um, and we, we visited um, basically the, as far as you could get before you, could, you went out onto the island. And if you can imagine, like, shards of glass sticking out of the sea. That's what Skellig Michaels is. Like, they're these beautiful islands. And as far as I, I'm, I'm concerned, it's, it's, it's Luke's refuge, a refuge, like Yoda's refuge, you know, on Dagobah. He's gone here. But he, he was on site there for a couple of days. I never managed to get to see him, but like, um, it's incredible, like, you know, that Ireland's been used now to, to, to film some Star Wars stuff, finally. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I think, um, I think he's in hiding for sure. And yeah. I'm convinced that one shot of someone putting a hand on R2, I think that's him. I think him and, oh, R2, yeah. I think him and R2 are like just chilling somewhere. Totally, because it's a, it's a cybernetic hand. It's a, it's a robotic hand. Do we well, have to have flesh on there's, it? There's a lot of people with robotic hands in the Star Wars universe, though. Yeah, Luke and his dad. Hmm? Ten a penny. Luke, his dad, General Grievous, R2. Yeah. C-3PO. Yeah. R2! <laughs> Poor old Dooku never had time to get his done. 
<laughs> his prosthetic like, head yeah, that he needs. Pants, you know, and then his head was just gone. Yeah, yeah. He, like he got his hands chopped off, and in that split second, he was like, "Oh, it's no biggie. It's just the hands." <laughs> you know, that, that this shit happens all the time in, in Star Wars. That's what he said <laughs> to himself. I'm good. We're good for a minute. Yeah, okay, okay. It is. Both then we hands. lost the head. It was like, oh, okay, can't fix that. <laughs> yeah, it's done. A bit harder to do. Oh goodness gracious. We've gone into nonsense already. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where, what happened? Where are we? Um, I was going to ask you something earlier. Oh, yeah. Do you guys still have the actual midnight release over there? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, it's going to go ahead. We have done away with midnight releases, apparently. Why? So what happens is like, so it comes out Friday the 18th. So on Thursday, they start showing it at 7 p.m. And there's like shows from 7 all the way up to like 11 or 1130 or something. But there's a ton of shows. So it doesn't even release on the 18th. It releases on the 17th. In in America? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the midnight hey, release cool. starts at 7 p.m. Well, that's cool. Sure, you get to see it then at the same time. It's all good. We're all going to be one big community sitting down to watch Star Wars. Perfect. Brilliant. I World approve. peace. The only thing, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's convenient because now more people get to go, but I kind of do miss like the, the one theater at midnight. You had to like wait in line for your tickets and there was like a giant you know a big deal about it and everyone had to get there early and it was like some com- camaraderie type of thing with all the fanboys and oh, yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. just like you order online and you get there at like 6 30 and then you get your seat and some things yeah. have assigned seats and everything so you don't have to show up until like five till wait are you serious yeah. there's assigned seats some theaters not all theaters all of them no some theaters uh-huh. every other theater mm. Yeah, I don't think there's there's assigned seats in Ireland. I mean, it's just I mean, because then fights would break out, you know, because <laughs> we're all because we're all drunkards and you know we'd be going around. That's my seat, not at all. It's mine, <laughs> not at all. I pissed. <laughs> out. I pissed on I'm that seat. I'm here to see the Star Wars. I can't even do an Irish accent. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I just can't even do it. I really can't. I'm just like, talking like a little bit of a lower voice. Yeah, that's all. I'm grand. Yeah. <laughs> Kerner says we know it's Luke with the robotic hand, and that's why they show us that shot. Yeah, but a lot of people like cussed me out because I tried to say that it was Luke. They said no yeah, way. But you see, people are people are crazy on that Kylo Ren theory. That's not true. It's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> well, people are just crazy. It's not. It's just not true. People are just crazy though. Yeah, you know, they just go straight there. And these, this is what's happening. You know, it's all these new blow-in fans who, who you know, just think, oh, you know, I'll put A and B together, and then all of a sudden it'll be. You know, Kylo Ren. It's not. It's not Luke. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop talking nonsense. Well, also, go, go. <laughs> yeah. Go away. Also, we're in the internet in 2015, so anybody yeah, can. Cool. Anybody can. Anything that people can do to get a click on their site is like they're gonna do it. Yeah. It's like the clickbait is rampant. There are people are writing articles that just say uh, special details released by the Force Awakens from J.J. Abrams himself, and then people click, and it's like, oh, there are rumors going around that blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Like, I mean, the, Kylo Ren will take his mask off and it'll be like a cat. Just a cat. A cat? Cat's face, yeah. Oh, Because the internet's crazy and cats. A, I mean, cat if I have to explain the H. joke, then the joke doesn't work. I'll, I'll go back. Cat with an H. I'm lost. No, he said a cat. Like a feline. A feline. A, a cat. A cat, okay. A cat. Yeah. <laughs> but with an H? <laughs> the way he says it. I don't with know. The w, with the with w. a W. A cat. <laughs> you said cat with an H and I was like I what is cat with an H is it chat or is it cath what the fuck is happening <laughs> alright I get it yeah it's a cat well and then other people are saying that it's fucking uh, it's Jar Jar Binks he went to the dark side now he's whatchamacallit yeah that's even I mean, worse that's unacceptable as that's well that's offensive Anthony Sargent if you're listening yeah <laughs> 
That was our guest yeah. last week. I know. We're like, calling uh, him out. Uh, Jar Jar Darth Binks. <laughs> No. Darth and Kerner, Kerner says there is, a, there is a little bit of a, of a, of a discussion online about the, the whole thing of Plagueis which I find very interesting and plausible potentially <clears throat> you know because Plagueis has been mentioned in Revenge of the Sith so he's not a character that's going to come from left field he's going to be a character that's established and potentially could weave himself into this um the grand scheme of the next Star Wars, I think. Yeah, and if if there's any if there's any random character coming from the expanded universe that they're going to put in the movie, I think he's the most likely. But yeah, it's still kind of I don't know, man. I don't know because that that book is technically legends. Like the Plagueis book is legends. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so I'm 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 still getting through the Plagueis book, but I actually took a picture of this um, quote that I wanted to read. Uh, and it's from Tenebris, which is Plagueis's master. Yeah, master. master. Um, the, the Bith or whatever? The Bith, yes. So he plays clarinet and does the dark side. Yep. <laughs> um, so what, what Tenebris is talking about is kind of the idea of the Sith. And he says, we Sith are an unseen opposition, a phantom menace. So that automatically, a fan, the phantom menace, the movie, is not just a single guy. It's the illusion of the Sith. Yeah. So everybody yells, oh, it's fucking Jar Jar is the Phantom Menace because you don't see him. <laughs> no, fuck you. But um, <laughs> it says, because they were talking about the ancient Sith, and it says, where the Sith once were wore armor, now we wear cloaks. So I love yeah. that. I love it that they once were just like an army. Now it's just like, who the fuck are we? We're you. We, you don't even know who yeah. we are. So I love, <laughs> I just like that illusion that it, it, it went from you know, uh, an that's, army that's to... Such a good- that's yeah. such a good book. That that book is so good. It it made episode one good. <laughs> it made you know? yeah. It made it, up for it. It's so yeah. good. I mean, if you read that and then watch uh, Phantom Menace again, the Phantom Menace again, you'll actually like. There's so many little kind of nuances that you see with Senator Palpatine and that you kind of go, oh, he, you know, has he just come from a meeting with with uh, Plagueis and all this kind of stuff? But you know, I I think it's good. The evolution of of the Sith into what potentially is now the the the, the sect of Ren. Uh, that's that's plausible, you know, that the Sith evolved into the, you know, the, this sect, a separate sect mm-hmm. with, with Kylo Ren and, and his boys. Yeah. And um, there was another, uh, what was that new magazine that put out a bunch of pictures? Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly. Weekly. They, had, oh, yeah. they had a quote or something from Andy Serkis, and he said that he doesn't know what his character looks like, but he said it had to be CGI because the facial structure does not resemble a human at all. It's like too big and too like crazy to look like a human. Wow. It could Great. have been done with like makeup. He's Jar Jar's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's never yeah. going to go. Or it's, it's too, too big. It's probably Jabba's nephew. Jabba. Not big no. like fat, just big as like, you know, the Munes, their faces are super tall and shit. The moons are like probably the creepiest looking characters in 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 Star Wars. I think I don't like the bits. Speaking you don't of, like them? no, they're goofy fucks. <laughs> you just don't like musicians, obviously. Yeah, Aces. I hate them. <laughs> just jump up on stage and like slap the face off. Think we're down in the modal nose. I don't know. Come which, here, I don't know which fuck. part of them is the face, so I wouldn't even know what to slap. Just. Yeah, they look like asses. So, I mean, you have a point there. <laughs> I mean, You're just sick of them playing that same song over and over again. That's that's why that's why Tenebris went to the dark side. It's like, I can't stand this song. <laughs> Change the key or something. I'm leaving. He was yeah. made fun of too much growing up. Kerner says Plagueis want- is alive during the Phantom Menace. He's alive and well. Yeah, yeah. That's the great thing about it. Like, you know. 
And there's a there's a bit in the book where like where Palpatine is like bringing him around for a spin in his some speeder bike or some speeder, and, and uh, Plagueis is just talking about like planting planting him and the potential of him, of him as a politician in the Senate. And it's just so intriguing. Like that's what I mean. You go back and you watch then a Phantom Menace and their Phantom Menace, excuse me, and you you start to really see the the machinations of the dark side. That's incredible mm. that a book can do that. You know? Yes, that's Make awesome. Film good. <laughs> that's why the books are so much. I don't want to say better. They're different, but the books in conjunction with the movies are just like it's ne- uh, necessary. Yeah. Well, the best thing about a book is you can go into someone's head. True. Yes. So you can yes. you know what everyone's thinking, which is the whole purpose of everything. Yeah, and it's, in a movie and you just have to you yeah. to see what he's actually thinking and struggling with. Exactly, which he's whining in his head yeah. too. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, what what are what are your favorite books of of, of the uh, say the Legend series? What are your favorite <laughs> books there? I always lean towards uh, the older public, so the Bane books. Um, yeah, I liked the Revan book, even though it shit on Revan. Um, yeah, it made him look po- uh, weak. But I, I like the old old Republic stuff. Other than that, mm, I can't really think. My, I've read quite a few. The Maul book was okay. My favorite, yeah. uh, my favorite Star Wars series is Republic Commando. I rave about it. Oh, a lot. dude, I just I was just about to say it. The, yes. the Republic Commando books are amazing. Yes, they are. Um, and that game was cool as well. Oh gosh. Well, I mean, calling myself Commander Cody, I have to like love the clones. So, yeah. and the fact that they, because they say like he's a clone of Django and that Django's a Mandalorian, but they never really talk about that or what a Mandalorian is. And then yeah. they just dive right into it and they're like a, a giant family. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. definitely one of my favorites. And then obviously Bane is amazing. I just read, finished Tarkin. It was good. Yeah. It's not what I expected, but it was good. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know. No, maybe, Labyrinth of Evil was all, was a really good read. It was a quick, easy read, actually. Yeah, for me. it was nice. It was easy to get through. The The Rise yeah. of Darth Vader is actually the only book that I've read twice in my entire life. I have a giant stack of books it's over good. here. What what uh, what uh, what are your some of your favorites? I like I like top of the pops. There would have to be Republic Commando. I just okay. I just love those books so much. Uh, I loved Heir to the Empire. I, I loved um, really? the old Timothy Zahn. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I want to listen back through or read back through those because every time I hear the word Thrawn, everyone's just yeah. like, "He's amazing, he's amazing." But I never finished that series. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, I'm I'm really well into the new canon, the the new canon books, mm-hmm. and I love those. They're 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 actually the only one that was a stinker for me was Heir to the Jedi, which which is the Luke Skywalker book. Okay, and it was brute. It was terrible. It was I, I well I thought it was terrible, and uh, and aftermath wasn't great either. But um, I don't know. What do you guys think of those? <laughs> uh, Tarkin's the only one I've, I've read. And then uh, Lords of the Sith is next on my list. Yeah. There are, and we've said this on other shows, It's there's so much stuff. I can't keep up with yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I've actually, like, I have to put, like, about a day a week just to, to kind of recalibrate myself. Because I'm reading the comics as well, all the, the new comics that are coming out, the Marvel stuff. And it's, like, there's so much new content, you know? Yeah. That, it's hard to keep up with it all. Like unless that's the yeah. only thing that you have to do, it's like, geez. Well, yeah. If you're yeah. a if you're a, a nerd culture fan in general, there's so much content just overloading every bit. You know, with your superheroes, with your Star Trek, Star Wars. There's so much oh, yeah. going on. You cannot keep up with. Yeah. So you kind of have to pick your poison and just say, hey, I, I'm going to forget about 
you know, Batman for a while and just go straight Star Wars. But right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because it does get overwhelming after a while and you're left then going, you know, you don't enjoy it then become, because it becomes sort of like a chore to try and get on top of all the, the different stories and stuff like that. And that's, you don't want that. Like when, as soon as it becomes not fun, then you have to kind of go, I'm not, I'm not into this anymore. Well, I, th- I, but, think, um, I think we're set for the next 10 to 20 years with content. We're just going to be, <laughs> for you know, sure. even if they stopped like two years from now, we're going we're gonna to be still catching up on everything that they've put out. So. Did you, uh, there was an article put out with the president of Lucasfilm, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, and she said there will be yeah. a new Star Wars movie every year indefinitely. Forever. Yes. Well, until further notice. They're like, we're making, there's going to be a movie every single year until we decide otherwise. But, until, but, until wait, it gets but bad. here's the question, like, I mean, what, what do you think about oversaturation? I mean, I've, I've been listening to different discussions about this, and, and obviously Star Wars is one of those franchises that has kind of lived through, uh, you know, since the 70s, periods of where, you know, you couldn't get anything in the 90s, mm-hmm. and then, you know, as soon as The Phantom Menace came out, we could get, like, you know, the, the, the merchandise machine came, like, trailing through the... Through the to the franchise again. Right. What do you think about oversaturation? Because I think there's a, there is I think there is a tiny uh, threat that it could could become um, a money machine as opposed to a genuinely uh, excellent story. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a very thin line to to walk, and there. Yeah. I think things have been great so far, but once there's been like two or three movies put out, I think things are going to start getting. Yeah, it's going to be hard to keep everything really good all the time and still put out the same amount of stuff. You see, that's the point I was always making. Like they're really they're taking out all the guns at the moment and they're they're bringing out the big guns at the moment and they're they're really doing it right. But then how long will that last for, you know? Before what? they start to go, well this is just a new machine that and, we we money on. And the issue with continuity. I think if you're just pumping stuff out and actors start saying, you know what, I've already done three movies, I'm done. All of a sudden, we got to get a new character for Han Solo because you haven't fucking killed him off and he's a 110 <laughs> years old running around. But you know, it's it's going to get to that point of continuity yeah. issues um, with actors not signing back on with movies. But I think as much yeah. as we complain about them canceling canon, I think that's why they did that. So they can establish a brand new, you know, fucking, I don't know what I'm trying to say. A brand like a new, new generation uh, of, yeah, of, brand new generation of fans. Stuff. And, yeah, exactly. and that's what I'm really, really excited about. Like, I mean, I, I think that's that's incredible to pass on the baton. But, you know, they, they, ultimately, this is a story with very, very, uh, very simplistic themes, but they're very profound when they're done right. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the original trilogy for me, to be honest with you, is one of those things where I can always look for, look to as a, as, a, as a kind of benchmark or a keystone for any kind of turmoil in my life or anything like that. You know, that's really art. That's good art. When art can make you go, oh, I, I can go there for refuge. You know what I mean? Mm. But I just wonder how much, like, how much they'll be able to do with these new films going forward. You know what I mean? Will they, will they, will they be standalone? Will they be good films in and of themselves? And you have to ask yourself that question, for, first and foremost. Especially with them having different directors. Yeah. I mean, as well as if you've got a trilogy, it's like TV nowadays. If you've got a TV series or, or a trilogy, you can kind of not rest on your laurels, but at least you have the benefit of going, well, if this movie doesn't do well, at least we'll have the next two to rectify it. Or if episode one doesn't go well, at least we'll have the complete series then to, to change it up, you know, and make our season two to fix the story. You know, that, that's a threat, I think, to overall storytelling. You know, when, when all these opportunities keep, with so much opportunities and, 
at the same time, you know, are they hitting the points correctly at any time? Shit, I'm getting far too deep into this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. You know what I mean. I, I wouldn't be I totally... Yeah, I wouldn't be totally surprised if... Um, <laughs> Way too actor on that. Yeah, um, sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't be totally surprised if the directors of the uh, episode eight and nine and JJ and Disney and Kathleen Kennedy and the whole crew, whatever, got together to try to hash out some general storyline that would span three movies. Because otherwise, yeah. it feels weird to like know that JJ is going to craft a storyline with uh, uh, Lawrence Kasdan, and then he's going to be done, and then episode eight director has to do something that ties in. That's not, that yeah. seems like a little... I don't feel like they would do that. I feel like they got everything planned out for three yeah. movies. The standalone movies, are you're more free to like, I'm going to do Rogue One this way about this, and then it doesn't connect to anything else specifically. So like you're free yeah. to make the standalone movies how you want. Are they supposed to be canon though, those standalones? Yeah. Yeah, mm. oh, completely. Here's an interesting thing too. They don't market episode seven at all. The title is Star Wars Force Awakens. Like, they haven't yes. put episode seven on any marketing stuff at all. I didn't even realize that. I but just, check that out. Yeah. Check that out as well. That's That was only a prequel thing because, I mean, Star Wars was just originally Star Wars. Then then it was Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Then it was Star Wars Return of the Jedi. We only, as as fans, kind of classed them four, five, or six because obviously that came up with the scroll. So, I mean, I, I thought that myself. That was quite strange, you know. But at the same time, it kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? It's just a new title for the Star Wars film, like like mm-hmm. the new uh, with Rogue's Rogue One and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realize that they didn't market it uh, in the original trilogy as episodes. I thought they did because yeah. I feel like I remember a sound a clip of Lucas talking about the special edition and was like, "Well, when I originally put the movie out, they wouldn't let me put Episode Four because they thought that was confusing, so I had to leave it off." But then for the special edition, I went back and put it on there. Well, the special edition was made so much later, though. But still, I mean, that was the idea. Was like that was four, five, and six. He wanted to do it from the beginning. I thought maybe I'm wrong. Kerner would know. Kerner, you watched all the special edition, yep. all the special content, forty-seven times. What is it? Answer. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, well, that's Kerner's enough awesome. of Star Wars. We're shutting this shit down, and we're gonna move into our beer review. <laughs> beer review. All right. All right. Keep uh, Datman. Who's Datman again? Datman. He's that man. What's up, man? Um, I'm gonna <laughs> grab the beer. You keep them occupied. All right. Uh, I'll be right back with the with the beverages. Was your trip productive? Fairly. This is Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's come to check on our progress. Your clones are very impressive. You must be very proud. I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. Ever made your way as far into the interior as Coruscant? Once or twice. Recently? Possibly. Um, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I think we got Guinness, no? Matt got the porter. Yeah, I, Matt sent me a picture. I was like, hey, if you can find this crazy Guinness stuff, get it. And he sent me a picture of three Guinness bottles that I've never seen before in my life. <laughs> so They were handmade. They must, they must have like super fancy stuff over, over where you <laughs> guys are. I've heard that. I mean, it, to uh, call it fancy is just hilarious. It's not the exact really same is. beer that we get over here. Yep. So it's a hand. Must be a little different, but hand hey, handmade by. We're drinking. Uh, we're drinking Guinness and spirit together. So hobbits. <laughs> by hobbits. Yeah. No. <laughs> the Prussians. The what? You're making stuff up now. I didn't even. No, know. What do you say? The croutons. The crouton beer. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Blend. Leprechauns. We call them the oh, Prussians. Oh, it's okay. a joke. 
Yeah. I'm not hitting the, the joke numbers tonight. I, I'm usually much better. It's okay. Well, I'm sure there's also like a little barrier if we don't get what the fuck's happening. We're just going to have to get an Irish translator. And once once yeah. they get in the picture, it's going to be hilarious. That's supposed to be you. Book some films in the U.S. and come over and visit us. Yeah, what the hell, man? God. I know I will. I, I'm coming over. I'll be over in a half an hour. <laughs> I'm on my way. Sounds good. Come on. Just give me a minute. <laughs> no, I'd love oh, to. I mean, I loved it. I'd love to. Um, you right. guys put me up. What's up? You guys can put me up. Yes, I will. I'd love to. Nice um, you're not staying with me. I heard Irish people smell. <laughs> and we do. We, we take all your jobs and women, too. <laughs> <laughs> In that order. Drink you your beer. Drink, drink all your In beer. order, smell women beer. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then your dog's with their pregnant. their you know. Your dog's pregnant. It's crazy. <laughs> You know, I mean, I mean, you have a, a stereotype of Ireland, I suppose, somewhat. But ultimately, <laughs> uh, no, no, it's fine. It's absolutely. Fine. But I mean, I look out my window, and, and generally, that's stereotypes fulfilled regularly. So it's okay. Perfect. It's quite true. <laughs> um, all right. So we don't have the exact same brand of Guinness, but I figured, in honor of Matthew's homeland, we got some Guinness for our beer review tonight. We haven't had it yet. It's a popular beer, but we haven't had it on the show. So here we go. Burma Slancha. What? That just means thank you very much and uh, cheers. Can you teach me how to say it? Gorev uh, Mahagat. Can you say Gorev Mahagat? I can't. I'm going to say cheers. Okay. It's a lot easier. <laughs> just go cheers, man. I mean, it's a dead language. That's a joke. Gorev champ. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, Matt. We're going to cheers this beer. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. So we, we've got Guinness. Uh, we've got the, the, the Guinness draught. And Matt's got the porter, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Some, some fanciest thing I've never seen before, honestly. <laughs> All the bottles, they're not even the same bottles. They're like, they look like, I don't even know. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like it would come in a potion bottle out of Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it looks like, actually. Hand-built by wizards it was. <laughs> it's like in Skyrim, I had to go into a special little kind of brewery to get it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you got to have a little extra death bell. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the you know the way, like, because I've been Mora. doing it so much in Fallout 4. You know that in Skyrim, you just collect such random shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you just keep hoarding it. And then you go, you're over encumbered. But you insist upon dragging it across the map, no matter what, you know. <laughs> no, I'm not. I need that comb. I need that comb. <laughs> no? You're over encumbered. Drop one butterfly leaf. All right, you're good to go. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. Or butter. I said butterfly leaf. Leaf. <laughs> Butterfly wings. And we haven't even had the beer yet. Um, so this is brewed in Dublin. What what part of uh, Ireland are you are you out of? I'm from uh, County Meath, um, which is just north of Dublin. Okay. So it's very, very close. I, I'm actually, I, you know, I, I work in Dublin quite a lot. So I'm up in there literally, uh, up and down there every day, second or third day. But yeah. So the greater Dublin area. Yeah. You, you might yeah, the say. greater Dublin area. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, where I'm from. And you and you ride horses to work, right? <laughs> yeah, still have horse and, and carriage. Um, we've just discovered electricity. <laughs> now, do the horses have uh, Irish accent too? They do. Yeah, yeah. That's how we get it. We learn to speak from horses. <laughs> you teach them to, to pull you around, <laughs> yeah. and they teach you to speak. We, we do it. It's like a trade. You know what I mean? They make us taller. We make them walk faster. I don't know. <laughs> what happened? All right. I'm learning a lot about Ireland real quick. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's choose Our this. primary export is cheese. Um, 
<laughs> and Guinness. Cheese and Guinness. Guinness. And Jameson. Is that actually from uh, Ireland? That, that, is, that is very much from Ireland. I wonder yeah. if that also anything is that, different Anything that can here. make you uh, fail at life, we pretty much export that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get rid of this stuff. Let's send it out in these boxes. So. Great. Awesome. I'm sorry, Ireland. I love you. It's I okay. love you. But it's I love okay. to hate you also. <laughs> so we're going to cheers uh, the Guinness here. Virtual cheers. All right. And All right, lads. Knock it back. Mm, very good. Oh, I'm a Guinness yeah, fan. Hmm. I mean, I, being a Philistine, I just kind of go, ooh, it's wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's liquid something. There's a bit of alcohol. It's, li- it's, it's, it's liquid anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> so Matt, you break the stereotype of the drunk Irishman. I do indeed, yeah, I do indeed. Because we can yeah. understand you. We, we all have one in every town. <laughs> the outcast, well. black sheet that doesn't yeah. have, <laughs> exactly. doesn't drink Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> we're like the token we're the token sober guy yeah <laughs> you should go home and do your homework um, <laughs> fuck Every- you this is when I was 12 obviously everyone um, el- everyone else rides horses you ride the ass to work so <laughs> yeah give him the donkey <laughs> <laughs> give him the donkey uh, listeners I'm sure you're familiar this is the typical American version of Guinness uh, 11.2 ounces because they gypped us on 0.8 of an ounce, it's four percent alcohol. Nothing what? crazy. It's kind of actually, it's kind of low. That is extremely low. It's very low. It's pasteurized. What does that mean? It's something about milk. I don't know. Born in a pasture. And it's uh, it's brewed nitro. I think that's the right term. That's so what we were talking about. It's like it's a nitro beer, which is yeah. brewed differently. But uh, that's the original Guinness. This is Guinness Draught, so it's different. No, this is just Guinness. Mm, are you 100% sure? This is like the main Guinness that we get over here. It's, of course, not the original, but... Well, you know, you would know... Get to do. You would know better than I, but I I thought there was just like a regular Guinness beer. That is. That's it. But this is yeah. a lot. I don't know, man. Huh. This Four? is like... They're basically, they're all, all of these breweries are trying to diversify because craft beer is such a big market at the moment, you know? Yeah. So once upon a time, Guinness just made stout. Obviously, now they're diversifying themselves and trying to go like, hey, yo, we can dip into this, into that, you know what I mean? Next thing, they'll start making energy drinks and shit. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? They have an With IPA, an actually. In, what? They have an IPA, and they have an American Blonde Ale, too. What you see I- what I mean? It's far too hipster for me. <laughs> it is. <laughs> now, I, what I really... We need to import some... What was it? Helium beer from Europe? I think that's in Germany. He- can helium you, beer? Yeah, can you get that? I don't know, man. I, I, I'm sure I can. I mean, I could just probably <laughs> shout at the window and it'll be thrown up to me. <laughs> helium beer. Um, yeah, if, if, if you haven't checked it out yet, go on YouTube and, and search helium beer. And it's, there's these two German guys. And it's just, it's bottled like a regular beer. They open it up and they take a couple sips. And then they start giggling like school children. Because they're, nope. they're, yeah, their voices are so high pitched. And they just giggle until they cry. Yeah, it sounds like a little too good to be true that, you know. I Yeah, I really want to try it. I need to import it. Next. Any listeners in Europe, send us some beer. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm, I'm from Europe. I'm right here. Max, I could, I, send I us some beer. <laughs> if I find it, of course, I'll send it over to you. Send us some beer. I mean, we'll it, send you a shirt. It'll be, it'll, it'll be really light to send over in the post. <laughs> Get it? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Helium beer. That's just That's just wrong. And right all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, con- continental Europe is much, much different than the islands. I got to say, I remember that even from 10 years ago. Oh, I believe it. Continental yeah. Europe's interesting. Every- everything's so close. And even though the islands aren't that big, they are very separated. I've heard. 
But I but would conquer the world. I would clearly know the best out of everybody here on, on the show right now. So. <laughs> you probably do. You know, probably more than me. Have you been to Europe before? I have been. Yes, I've been to England, France, Belgium, Germany, Netherlands, and Switzerland, and I landed wow. in Italy. Woo-hoo. You are well traveled, my friend. Well done. I've been. To did camp. you fast travel there? <laughs> well, you had to discover. You had to discover like London before you could actually travel there. You have not yet discovered this location. <laughs> yeah, you have not discovered it. Yeah, yeah. I had to. I, I had to do a I'm certain. Starting see, cer- yeah, I'm I, starting to see everything in Fallout World. You right, know? right. I got the Pip, the Pip Boy edition. I saw them. that. You sent me a picture. I was super jealous. Yeah. You sent I'm me like sorry. a throne room of fucking all the X Wing miniatures and Fallout Four with the Pip Boy, and then uh, some other bullshit. I don't remember. X Wing man, we'll, we'll get onto that. Oh my god, that game is just the business. We should. Um, business. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's a fun term. The business, the, the business, the business. But um, we should probably finish talking about this beer. <laughs> we always forget. <laughs> well, that's the fun thing about the podcast. It's like a love hate thing. It's like, hey, let's have a beer review, guys. You watched Star Wars yesterday? <laughs> like, where are we going? Two hours later, shit, my beer's warm. Not like the people. Oh. Not like our listeners are actually waiting on us or or sober. Um, okay, <laughs> um, I've had Guinness before. I enjoy it. I only got it because Matt's on. I don't even like it. No, I'm just kidding. I like it. Oh, no. Cool. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. It's I, nice. I like this porter stuff. It's really, really... It's, nice it's going down far too easy, though. Nice it's and very creamy. nice. It's not too coffee for you, is it, Mopper? It, it doesn't taste like coffee. No. Um, this one doesn't taste too much like coffee. And it's actually... I'm really, really surprised. I don't know why, but I had the understanding that Guinness was a high alcohol co- content beer. And with it being 4%, like I said, it might be totally different over on the other side of the globe, but... No, dude, it's four here as well. <laughs> okay. That's, I, it's four here. I, don't, I, I just don't get that. I, huh. No, do you know what it is? It's because these, these beers are, are, are... Sorry, these beverages are, are brewed for hipsters. They need to be able to go and run like half marathons afterwards also. Yeah, hipsters and post are... pictures on Instagram. But they're generally you know, skinny people. They're taking over the world. People are worried about <laughs> fucking refugees and Mexicans. It's actually the hipsters that are taking over everything. Oh, they, they have destroyed the world. That's who Donald Trump's got to worry about. Slowly. <laughs> no, it's quick. <laughs> it's good though, isn't it? I mean, what do you think of yours over there? Yeah, it's tasty. I've had it before. It's it's uh, not one of my favorites, but it's definitely good. Um, I Previous to me having this exact beer i always said i hated guinness and i don't know why because i i'm i like this it's definitely not a three for me but i i do i am enjoying it um your eyes have been open since the last time i wonder do we have a uh a brood by (laughs) they probably have like a uh is there, is there a, dub, t- a, a, a Guinness brewery in the States? That's usually how they yeah. do that. Well, it'll say it on the back there. I mean, it says here that it's brewed in Ireland. Oh, Guinness this says... Bro- James's kit. This yeah. says brewed in Dublin. So... Yeah? That's all it says? Yeah. Okay. And then it's it's that's signed so, by, a, by a wizard wand. Some, by uh, a wizard some wand. Jazz. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it says Matthew he signs O'Brien, every I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it says Matthew O'Brien. And, so, so. and then it's got yeah, the it's Mandalorian stamp above that. <laughs> Perfect. That's definitely you. <laughs> you imagine that in the marketing department of Guinness. No, we're not going to put a stormtrooper skull on the top. <laughs> hey, Sarah's in the chat room. Hi, Sarah. Hey. Also, hi, Chris and Kerner. You guys, we don't care about you, though. Don't matter. You guys don't matter too much. <laughs> you guys don't matter. Just a little bit. Datman, you got to remind me what your name is because I remember you. That's Dustin. Dustin, hi. 
<laughs> well, you had different names on all the social media. I lose track. It's so we've, confusing. We've got quite a few. Kerner's been on. Dawson's been on. Yeah, these are all our, our awesome fans. And Karma Dog, shout out to you. You're new. I don't know who you are, but I love you. What's going on? Thanks for joining us. So if you had to put the uh, the movies in order, Matt, do it. Yeah. Typical uh, new guest questionnaire. So, oh, cool! Like I mean, so what? What? You, like you mean my favorite first? Yeah. So your favorite in yeah. ascending order. Just yeah, just rank them. Okay, so first, first is Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Second, second is the Star Wars. Third is Return of the Jedi. Fourth is Revenge of the Shit. Uh, shit. <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, fifth would be Attack the Clones, and then sixth would be Episode One. Phantom a, Menace. So standard. Five, four, six, three, two, one. Yeah, that I would think, be me. Is that standard? It's probably pretty standard. Is that's, it? Yeah, a lot of people have said that. I think I float sometimes depending on like what I recently watched, but I think I usually yeah. say like five, six, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Or five, six, four, three, one, two. Sometimes depending yeah, on yeah, the mood yeah. I'm in. But yeah. I don't know. Like, I went on a mad binge there of watching just uh, A New Hope, like, repeatedly. I kept watching it and watching it and watching it for some reason. I was like, this is so cool, you know, because I wanted to just kind of just go back to the very start and go, this just made it, you know? Yeah. But then I really think Empire's crystallized Star Wars as credible, mm-hmm. you know, story <clears throat> franchise, you know? Mm-hmm. It's weird because the more and more I watch Five, it's slipping in my ranks. Really? really? Yeah. That's random. Stop watching it, man. Straight away. Stop watching. <laughs> Just give, it a, give it a year. Cut off. Right. Take a Step break away before it before it goes too low. I don't know why, and it's 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 very weird because part of it's like the wampa. It's just. Uh, why is that even part of it? I yeah. dislike it at times, it's and other start, times I'm like, eh, it's still a little bitch. So it ends in such it. a weird way. Dagobah's. I mean, it's a cool idea cool planet but uh it, it, i don't know i don't know and uh the whole carbonite thing is kind of just weird and there's not like it, it's it's a solid movie throughout but there's not like a peak where it's just like well i guess there is i'm your fa- <laughs> i'm your father but yeah that, yeah that was ruined before i watched it i knew that yeah, was I coming I unfortunately yeah that's true so with with that out of the picture, five is just solid throughout. But when I look at like six, it's like, oh, that's the pinnacle of everything. When I look at three, it's yeah. like, oh, so climactic. It's such a change. And yeah. So, yeah, like like Matt said, I'm never watching it again. Oh, so it's for different times. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people say um, three is very high for them. And I obviously it makes sense because of the, uh, the whole plot and everything. Kerner, of course, uh, three is his number one. Kerner says three, five, six, four, two, one. Yeah. Cool, cool. I mean, that's a good list too. I'm, I, I won't really contend. I mean, I'm kind of ranking them original trilogy and prequel trilogy, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Separately almost. Like, you know, the, the original trilogy, I would rank five, five, uh, yeah, five, four, six, and then obviously the way. Ma- you know? But maybe yeah, I agree with him. The better way is, for me to describe that is entertainment value. I would put probably three num- as my number one. But as far as best movie, I would put the yeah. prequel, or not the prequels, the, the original trilogy higher up because they are better That's movies. They're a simpler, then the relationship that. The relationships that are built between like Han and Luke, I love because they just like yeah. they don't believe in each other, and one believes one thing, the other, and then they kind of just they struggle together and they become friends, and then all of a sudden they're great buddy old pal. 
Like, yeah, it's just I love that. And you don't get a hint of that in the prequels. It's just like, oh, yeah. Anakin and Luke, they've been best friends all the time. Remember, they had that one two minute scene. And we won. Yeah, that's what did I say? Yeah. Well, because that's when that's what you say, because in every movie in two and three, they split up. They're never hanging out together except for like the very beginning of three, you know. And like yeah. once they get, re- get reunited at the end of two, it's like they just tell us that they're friends. It's like, hey, we're friends. Nesta Gundarks. Ah, fuck Obi Wan. He's jealous. And then, <laughs> then they just go on the episode sides of the galaxy for like a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's fun to watch though. I, I mean, definitely entertaining. I, those relationships, those, those relationships, I think, are, are sorely lacking in the prequels. And it, look, yeah. it's like this: the, the, the prequels and, and the and the say, for example, the Clone Wars cartoon, they suffer from the same thing. They're too expansive. They're too big. You know what I mean in terms of uh, relationships. So, for like, the, the original trilogy, did it perfectly because they they had a core set of characters who we can all relate to very quickly and immediately, and they concentrated on them. Whereas the prequel trilogy, you've got an expansive array of characters. You've got the Jedi Councils. You've got the Separatists. Every episode, you're getting a new villain, so to speak, with General Grievous and Darth Maul. So you've got like loads of characters, and it's very very hard. Uh, to concentrate and get really meaningful dialogue and interactions from a, a, a large group of people. It's like the Avengers did it very well, I thought. Um, and I wouldn't be a massive like Avengers fan or like that. But I felt that the, the inter, interactions between each character, even though there was loads, was, was fair. And it was also very, very to the point. So, you know what I mean? But I think with the prequels, they kind of dropped the ball a wee bit on that. Yeah. Well, I think Lucas's focus wasn't on the char- on the character development or the the relationship building anymore. It was no. on the expanse universe. Yes. Like this is yeah. how look at Utapau. Look at that shit. Yeah. It's yes. such a it's such a it's such a love hate because it opened it up to so many new awesome things. Mustafar yes. said it's too much to focus on at one time. Look at this yes. spider robot. He's got four lightsabers. Like, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. I know. But it's and I love it, but it it does lack in in like the movie quality. It really touching yeah. touching like your heart and like oh this is very human and you can you can feel the struggle between characters no you just feel the awkwardness power yeah. com- no that's the original but you see like i mean if you look at luke right if you look at luke in, in episode four everybody has been there you know that bit where he's looking at the twin sunset and tatooine yeah. everyone's been there not quite le- uh, quite as dramatic as that you know what i mean no matt you're not allowed to go to the concert and i went out and i just stared at the sunset yeah. that didn't happen but you know what i mean we've all felt that longing or that w- wants to be away or just to go on to some bigger adventure but with, you can't really identify any of that that kind of uh, emotion in the prequel you, you know could, what i mean you could really make a killing selling sunscreen uh at on Tatooine. <laughs> I mean, he's about that. First Friday. That's what. That's what. Ja- that's how Jabba made his millions. Yeah. man. No, I know what you mean. And actually, now that you bring that up, that's like the the one saving grace. Suntan lotion. Watching uh, Phantom Menace and sunglasses. Oh, shut up. <laughs> and umbrella and um, um, umbrellas. Bantha blubber and frisbee frisbees. And that's the. Uh, that's frisbees. like the. That's like the, the one saving grace to Episode One. Is like. There's only three planets to focus on. You see a lot of yeah. Tatooine, which helps you relate to the uh, episode four and six a lot. Yeah, and it's more adventurous. It's like these people are going along the story. You don't know exactly what's going to happen, and they just kind of end up one thing after another. Of course, yeah. young Anakin sucks. Of course, Obi Wan doesn't do anything. But that, if there's one good thing about it, it feels more adventurous and less political yeah. than two and three. Yeah, I'm yes. giving this beer yeah. a two. Oh yeah, we forget about the beer again. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Guinness, it's kind of, yeah, two. 
too. Yeah, it's it's. I love how wet it is. <laughs> I love all. I love the li- the very liquid aspects of it. It's definitely liquid, <laughs> like how they bottle it. Uh, yeah, Kerner. Or, wow, I say Kerner. I don't know why. <laughs> I looked up at his name and I was about to talk about the beer, and then I just saw it. It's hard. It's a cool name. I can't stop saying it. I think. I think all uh, beverages, like beers right now, should be should be graded on how good the conversation is after you've imbibed it. Imbibe. You know, True. that's the thing. Conversation after, that we have after any stone beer is usually pretty good. Stone. <laughs> do you guys, do you get stone brewing out there? Excuse me? Stone, like a rock, like stone brewing. It's called stone and the, their mascot is the gargoyle. No, we maybe we do. I just haven't seen it. They it, they make a crazy selection of beers, and they usually just pump alcohol into every single one, and they're usually ten to like twelve percent. It's outrageous, and you can't feel your legs. And- yeah, the goal is just to be <laughs> as ridiculous as possible. Their their flagship beer is called the Arrogant Bastard Ale, <laughs> and it's one of my favorites. And it's exactly of- what it says in the tin. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's outrageous. Actually, I have the for anyone that's watching on Twitch, and and they make uh, quite a few IPAs that are as as bitter as your taste buds can react well, to. More, yeah. Actually, because we had a beer guru on the show and he said that there's an international bitterness unit about for bitter beers and like IPAs and stuff. And they just scaled it based like randomly on what the human tongue can actually like taste. So zero to a hundred. But some of the stone beers are over a hundred. Some of the stone beers are like 120. Yeah. You can't even My taste God. the difference. They just do it because like just it's outrageous. That's incredible. It's awesome. I mean, that's for- that's for people who are very sad in life, isn't it? That's for people who want to drink this beer and forget things. Stupendous. Yeah. That's for, <laughs> that's for people who don't have anything to do tomorrow. So I was, just think, I was trying to think yeah. of more synonyms for awesome. Um, that's amazing. I got to try that. I was going to say something about this beer again. It's <laughs> uh, really good. Uh, two star. Oh, yeah. Run out of a rating system. That's what I was going to do. I'll try to be quick. Three stars. Best beer you could ever drink. It's awesome. Uh, recommend it to everyone. Two stars. Very good beer. Have it often. But... Something holding it back from being the best thing. One star, it's worth trying. Zero stars, fuck it. Done. And that's what it is. So, two stars for the Guinness. It's a great beer. Everyone should try it at least once. And if you're a fan of this darker kind of nitro-brewed beer, have it often. Go for it. I'm still just yeah. astounded at the with the lack of, of alcohol content. That's oh, fine. I wonder if I, the pasteurization affects that at all. But I, I kind of assumed nitro, since it was brewed differently, it they put more alcohol in it. But maybe the the brewing process limits the amount of alcohol. Kerner said new beer rating system. What are you talking about? Yeah. Same one. I just tried to shorten it. Zero to one. Zero I to like one. it. Zero socks, one, drink it. <laughs> Zeros don't drink. Well, Mopar yeah. said he didn't like listen to me to me ramble about it, so I tried to shorten it up, man. Yeah. Don't. And Chris said that's my favorite beer. You're talking about Guinness, you're talking about one of the stone beers. Chris, lay in the chat. I, mean, so I think Stone, because he probably would have chipped in before with the uh, Guinness. That's true. Yeah. True. Uh, Matt's on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt knows. I got this. I now, got this, guys. Now, does your donkey have Wi Fi? It does, yeah. It's got, basically you have to pull the tail up, though, just to, <laughs> to activate Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> to yeah. it's one of the new models. <laughs> well, I had to put him down today. Signal was really bad. <laughs> Just brought him to the side of the road, just shotgun straight oh, to the head. Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, his favorite movie is Shrek, obviously, because the donkey and that, and I showed him on the iPod and then shot him in the face. Oh god! This went somewhere weird. That's awesome. <laughs> donkey, donkey. Yeah. Karma dog says, "Have you ever tried Sweet Baby Jesus beer?" 
thought no. he was joking, but Chris agreed with him. That's my Thanksgiving beer. That is a good beer. We're gonna have to search search Never that heard out. Of it. What's the brewery? Because Udapau Brewing. Udapau. There's no beer here. There's no she beer. Brought it with you. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> that's actually a great quote that we should add to the thing. We're Matt, doing. can you do a, a Emperor Palpatine uh, voice impression? Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> that's not the best, but like I mean, it's as good as it's going to get. Fucking. Half one <laughs> Just start cussing. It was good for me. Dude, the claw is actually very good. I I had the claw in uh, Baltimore. Actually, mm. it's out of nowhere. I was on a business trip and I was drinking beer. And uh, <laughs> why is that so funny? Because they paid for it. Um, you should do on a business trip. That's the point. They send you there <laughs> to, li- to liquor up your clients and get them to buy shit. I didn't have the peanut butter uh, from Declaw, but I did have. I don't think it was like an American Blonde, but it was it was pretty good. Yeah, I, it was in the airport. I was waiting. It was like six hours because I got done with a test and I I was flying out at like five p.m. and I was done with the, with the test at like ten. And I had no vehicle, so I was just like, drop me off at the airport, and I'll just get drunk. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> oh, Kerner said we should have a new beer rating system. So uh, zero stars is Jar Jar Banks. One star is Young Anakin. Two stars is Episode 3 Anakin. Three stars is Darth Vader. Ah. I see what you did there. You're very dumb. That's very good. That's <laughs> very good. I hate you. Um, so what, what are you currently playing? I assume it's Fallout 4. And if it's not, you have to I am, leave. I'm all over that. Tonight was the midnight launch of Battlefront, and I'm getting that first thing in the morning. But at the moment, I'm playing uh, Fallout 4. Mm, yes. We might have to bring Battle, Battlefront up later. Yeah. I'm sure our listeners are annoyed at us because we haven't played it yet. But let's talk about Fallout first. Do you love it? Is it amazing? It's 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 good. It's go- I, You know what? I Actually, it took a bit of getting used to because I was like, I hope that, uh, you know, the hype with games nowadays. Yeah. And immediately I sat down to it after loving like New Vegas. I loved all the original ones as well. I thought the, the, the point and click ones. I just love those. Um, but I sat down to play it. it. Took me a wee bit of time to kind of get used to it because of the crafting system. It's really, really um, big on its crafting aspect now. Yeah. But it's it's really enjoyable. The the quests are just fantastic. The graphics are amazing. I, my my games for this year have to be uh, right now currently The Witcher. Uh, second now would be Fallout, and then obviously uh, Battlefront will be third, and then the Metal Gear Solid Five was incredible as well. Do you have a Xbox or PS4? <clears throat> Xbox One, the X Bone. Oh yeah, I forgot they put uh, they started putting Metal Gear on Xbox. They never used to yeah. do that. I know. Remember that? Remember Mario and Sonic would never the twain would meet. Yeah. You know, uh, it's all you get, get it all on one DVD or whatever the hell they call them now. <laughs> Disc things. What a DVD? Cassette tape. What if there was a video game console that played VHS? <laughs> but that came on the VHS. Just the old school <laughs> shit. Oh my God. Oh my God. <clears throat> now, do they keep up uh, a decent amount of like uh, comedy? in Fallout 4? Because I know in Fallout 3 they would just yeah. put hilarious, stupid shit in there just for the hell of it, because they can. And KOTOR. Do they yeah. Do they keep it in there? Yeah, you know, you have an option now to to reply sarcastically. <laughs> it's just, a, like, it literally says you want to reply sarca- sarcastic, and you go, yeah, all the time. All the time? <laughs> yeah. Lose karma. You know what? That was a big thing when I first when I first heard about Fallout 4 going with the whole uh, 
your 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 character would be like a voice a voiceover yeah. uh, because I love that anonymity like that you'd have in, in the other fallouts where you were the character and you didn't have a voice voice per se but it works it actually works um the voice acting is really good in it and the responses and replies are all really spot on but it's it's actually <clears throat> crazy like it's one of those games where like anything goes now like I know if you if you're like bad it, your status can be like you know, evil, whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, uh. Now, if, you, if you're just sarcastic too much, does it, you know, are you just like, does it say sarcastic asshole? And- <laughs> uh, yeah. You've got the sarcastic asshole perk. Um, <laughs> you no, can talk shit to unlocked. Yeah, you gain sarcasm. <laughs> you think, can make think, everybody I think they, you. they balance it. Uh, do you know what? You remember you'd see in the Fallout 3 and um, New Vegas, you'd see your karma points kind of go up and down. Yeah. I don't think they bothered with that. You know, you can just be bad if you want to be and you don't get judged for it. Mm. See, I kind of <laughs> like that, that how, how much that affected you. If you were just a dick and you killed random people and stole shit, everyone's just like, hey, stay the fuck away from me. Like, I've heard about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy's a badass. I never thought it was uh, as implemented as well as uh, Skyrim, though. Because Skyrim... I like, thought it was better because people would attack you if you were evil enough. People well, would just start shooting you, and you're like, well, "What the hell?" My karma that low, but when you like, you have a good skill, and you walk into a town in Skyrim, they'd be like, "Keep away from yeah. me, sneak thief." Hey, shit like that. Fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Put that flame away, asshole. <laughs> why? Why wasn't that turned into a meme? <laughs> like they went with the the arrow and the knee one. What the hell? <laughs> You shove that, shove that special magic up your ass. <laughs> we don't trust you with that. Right. I, I was just, I was really terrible at Skyrim with like me- melee so, like weapons. I, I would just like pump all my experience points into archery, you know, yeah, all the time. I just never bothered with like going up and bludgeoning someone. I just didn't feel. I loved Skyrim, but I didn't feel that really it was as satisfying, you know, as getting like an arrow in the eye or knee or knee, whatever. Yeah. Or earlobe. Yeah, I didn't. Earlobe, I was not yeah. a fan of like the melee combat in that. No, it's just, it was pretty sucky. It was yeah. simple. It was yeah. too simple, though. You just, however strong your strength is, you just go up and you just wail on something until <clears> they <throat> die. That's why when I first yeah. played it, I kind of wanted to just get through the, the, the storyline. So I just did heavy armor and two handed, and I walked straight up to giants and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> and it, I, I, it was amazing. To, the first time I ever went up to a giant, I remember like he punched me so hard, I left the map. <laughs> like, yeah. went straight up. I was like, just, what the fuck? Yeah. I, would, I went back every once in a while, like every few hours, just to try to kill one. And, and if I got thrown off the map, then I wasn't ready. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Must, that, must was your, that was your test. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit. Two out of three for Guinness. Woo-hoo. Archery, <laughs> Two out of three, yeah, cool. archery is definitely and in Oblivion too. I don't know if you played much of Oblivion, but archery is yeah, definitely it's, like it's probably one of the most fun things to do in uh, in Elder Scrolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved archery. It was just it was just it was far more satisfying to take you know be real stealthy and then just like nail someone in the head with a with an arrow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just was like yeah, but it's the same with Fallout. Like I mean, I, I in this Fallout more than previous Fallouts, I've been using stealth. You know, because I didn't think that mechanic worked too well in the previous ones, but in this one, it works really well. And is like just a, a you know, maybe I'd say it's purely to do with the design of the, the levels, but there's more places to hide. And actually, when you get found, you can kind of hide again. Maybe I've been playing too much Metal Gear, but um, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Stealth all the way. Stealth. For the win. Yep. 
still yeah. definitely fun. Have you ever played uh, Dark Souls by chance? Yes, that game is just amazing. Okay, good. I'm glad. You I, play? You play? You played a lot? Yeah, my uh, one of our frequent guests, Tommy Boy, introduced it to me about a year ago, and I got instantly yeah. obsessed with it. That Incredible. is like it's the toughest game I've ever played. <clears throat> um, I'm I tried the second one. I've put about six eight hours in the second one. I just can't get into it. It feels a lot different. But I I've played through the first one entirely. <laughs> like wow, Mopar's flicking off the camera. Uh, I've I've <laughs> I just point to it. Great, sorry. Uh, I just I played through the first one probably six or eight times, almost all the way. It's wow. uh, I'm obsessed. It's fun. It's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. No. Takes skill. It's painful. It takes skill. It's painful. You know, yeah, I, love the, I love the way we just kind of went quiet there, you know, Dark yeah. Souls. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really, it's like, it's painful to think about. <laughs> yeah, 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 actually, I don't know how many times I killed like the same skeleton <laughs> over and over yes. and over again. Just going, I will beat this game. You know, and just you realize seven hours have passed and you're like still at the first like stage <laughs> of the game. <laughs> it is. And Good. it's funny to look back once you get to a certain point. It was like, geez, I was stuck at this part for like four no. hours. It's so easy now. Once you get used to it. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it's a, there's a great dynamic to that game in terms of like how it's actually designed and, you know, the um, the feel of it, the atmosphere. It's really tangible. I, I think that's incredible. Yeah, I, that's you know? that's a huge part of it, too. The graphics are great. Yeah. Ah, dude. So Dustin in our in our chat room just mentioned he, he said that he just saw a Star Wars cover girl commercial. Yeah I, yeah, I definitely heard that they were uh, they were marketing makeup to uh, to fangirls. That's unacceptable. What no, is not. what is the crack there? Do you like, want to look like a bith? Well, we can have it fucking <laughs> happen. Oh, no, like fucking like Padme Amidala type of stuff. You know, know. Right. I mean, is it just me? Is it just me? I I don't know. I've I've never identified Star Wars as just a male thing. I've never, you know, I just never thought of it as just a dude thing. I, this kind of stuff, obviously, it's it's logical from a marketing perspective, but ultimately, the overriding thing about like fandom is. I've never, I don't know about you guys, I'm sure it's the same. You've never identified it as purely one sex or the other. Like, you know what I mean? It's a galaxy. Male um, or female. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, galaxy. It's a galaxy. Like, there's they're, a, it's a galaxy. They're going to plaster Princess Star, Leia, for Christ's sake. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to plaster Star Wars on as many products as they can. So, yeah. makeup's just one more thing. Shmi Skywalker. No, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't want it. I'm not Vibrators. trying to diminish, like, you know, fangirl, like the, the movement. I think it's fantastic, but it's it's just. It's just like it's just another one of the the many things that they're going to try and and, and aim for. They're they're another demographic, you know. Now sta- at this stage, they're yeah. entrenched. Like they've always been in my mind, you know, male, female, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, do all Star Wars species have male and females? Maybe some of them reproduce by budding. budding. <laughs> Asexuals, yeah, yeah. I got my son. He's growing me on my shoulder here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Could be your daughter. Though. <laughs> Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. Here's my offspring. <laughs> They're coming. I went over. Yeah, off my I went they are off my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Now, if hey, you guys, if, if you if you cut a, a Bith's arm off, does it regrow like a lizard? <laughs> I don't know if Biths are like that though. I'm pretty, I read it. They're all just trained musicians. I don't know if they can regrow limbs. Just well, how if they get their shit cut off, they got to keep playing the space flute. So. <laughs> just makes it twice as challenging. Just one hand clarinet. Bit. He's good. 
Good work. Just, See the one arm fits. No, it's like some weird space circus. <laughs> Sky can still play it's drums. Like, it's crazy. American Horror Story: The Cantina. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Perfect. You know what I mean? American Horror Story: Moss Eisley. Ooh. Yeah, Moss Eisley. That would actually that would be the bomb. <laughs> scum and villainy. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of scum and villainy. So you said oh, you, you, you I like, like the segue, man. Uh-oh. Good segue. Good. <laughs> no, Mopar wants to. <clears throat> so you said you listen to uh, Lamb of God when you uh, frequently stab zombies in the throat. Um, <laughs> now uh, explain your musical interests. Yeah. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. John. <laughs> no. <laughs> John Williams, and that's it. The guy behind me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. You know, I I, I play drums, so oh, okay. anything with a good beat, I can get behind. Um. I did not know that. Very nice. Yeah, I I like. Um, I used to play in a band years ago. Not so much now though. Uh, but uh, actually, a shout out to my good friend uh, Shane Mason. He he's uh, was my guitarist. He's doing quite well in a band called Jemson Green at the moment. But um, you know, just I don't know. Like you guys, actually, you've got good taste in music. Now, a bit of metal. Now, do you do you play the drums or do you play a drummer in a movie? No, I play the drums. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're so mad. Tip, I had to get tip, tip. Don't fuck around. It's like, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I, yeah, I love the drums. I, I'm, I'm big. Um, uh, yeah, I love them. I'm <laughs> sorry, I don't know what to say. I love the drums. I like, yeah, no, I, I'm good with sticks. I love hitting stuff in rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Timing's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I've been back up with uh, timing. Yeah. Not not all the time in 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 time though to be honest with you. Out of time. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm yeah, I like um, Jesus. What am I listening to right now? I I kind of go back the same old, same old. I'm listening to a lot of Led Zeppelin at the moment. Perfect. Very nice. Bit of Pink Floyd, Stiff Little Fingers. Um, that's just today. But yeah, a bit of punk, whatever, whatever's going. I love the Clash. Nice. Big Manic Street Preacher fan. Do you know the Manic Street Preachers? Do not. Never heard of yeah, them. Yeah, they're a good band. Um, yeah. Okay. You know the way different moods, you play different stuff. Cream. Yeah. I just mentioned cream. Strawberries. Apples. <laughs> cool Whip. Yogurt. Yeah. Half, half and yeah. half. Half and half. Oh, I'm, my God. And Guinness. Two out of three. Go pick it up. 4% alcohol. Spray cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that's good. I mean, definitely Zeppelin and Floyd are we're huge fans of those. I'd say yeah. they're in our... Top five, pretty much always, guaranteed. Do you know what I was listening to the other day? It was pure cringe. It was uh, Man of War. Do you know that band? Yes. I've heard of them. I don't think I've actually listened to it, though. I, I, I came across like an old CD that I had, and it was kind of like under like loads of... I, I think I tried to bury it. Um, <laughs> get away from me. Oh, does anyone listen to Dream Theater? Yes, I listen to Dream Theater. Brilliant. I, uh, not regularly, but they're fucking awesome. I've tried so yes. many times. Maybe I'm just picking the, the bad albums because I know they've have they have quite a few albums. But I listened to one full album and I was not impressed. And uh, like their technical stuff is, I mean, I yes. get it and it's great. But maybe because everyone's like, well, they're very progressive and and they can get really heavy. And it's just the the album that I heard was not heavy at the I mean the least bit. So I've listened to. Uh, one album. Oh, it's Images and Words. I listened to that album a yes. lot. That's like that's probably like the main one that I heard. Um, and yeah, it was it was fucking great. They're good. Yeah. Well, let's look at the sales. Go back down. So Images and Words are their best selling. So by far. Um, so maybe that's the one I need to start with. Six hundred thousand. 
done. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Someone asked about how can you take Man of War seriously? And I said the answer is you can't. They're just horrendously, funnily bad. <laughs> they're really, they're really bad. Like, But, you know, at one point I probably listened to them for a split second and went, nah, no. And then continued to listen to the album. Well, there's, there's a lot of like those... A lot of like British metal, and then you get into like Scandinavian metal, and it yeah. literally it's metal songs about being metal. Like we are yeah. the heaviest of all time. Like what? What? Being metal and wearing leather is cool. Like what happened? I know. I know. <laughs> it's Drop like, a guitar. You know what? I like I like In Flames, and I like uh, okay. Fear Factory. Nice moment. There's two two bands. I'm kind of. I always go back to Symphony X, which is a fucking great band. Yeah. Symphony, Symphony X. X. Ooh, they're great. They have one song called Odyssey, and it's 24 minutes long. Nice. And I delorious about I'm all, <laughs> oh. Motorhead. Motorhead's. Motorhead. Unfortunately, like was, it. was it Motorhead's drummer that recently passed? I don't know. I think it was Motorhead's drummer. So that's unfortunate, but those guys are getting old, man. Especially for with their lifestyles and stuff, yeah. man. Um, Marin had, Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. You're killing yeah. us right now, man. I didn't realize you were a metalhead. Yeah, we well, saw. You, you talked about Star Wars and beer. I didn't know you liked metal. Yeah. <laughs> Karma Dog says the drummer did recently pass away in uh, Motorhead. I uh, they had Lenny. Uh, Lemmy. Lemmy. What's his last name? Motorhead. <laughs> Lemmy Motorhead uh, He was on uh, Marin like a, a month or two ago And I listened to his interview He can barely talk But Oh yeah He's an awesome guy He actually had to cancel quite a few shows Because he's just like I can't My body cannot handle live performances Yeah he, It's not even real Metal, beer, EDM, and Star Wars That's a great combination Not gonna lie about it What is <laughs> what, what is uh, EDM? Electronic dance music Oh, I thought it was just like <laughs> eternal death metal. <laughs> eternal death metal. Uh, it, might, it could be if you try to start it. Electricity, damn it. No, EDM's uh, good, man. I'm a fan. Yeah, I agree. You don't. So what, what? You don't? <laughs> you don't agree with that at all. So, um, oh, we, we are going to see uh, Between the Buried and Me on Saturday. Listen to um, them. So we will be driving to Cleveland to go see uh, BT Bam. So if you guys are big fans of like the Black Dahlia Murder and you haven't <coughs> checked out uh, Between the Beard and Me, so check them out because they are fucking delicious. Also, I've been trying and trying and trying to like <laughs> to get <laughs> to get an interview with the band after the show, and they haven't responded to me. They don't like us. They <laughs> must. They must not like us. Blake likes us. He talked to me last at last show. Yeah, but he doesn't remember Send them us. a bouquet or something, like a kind of small present. Chris says they're pretty good. Hey, man. <laughs> Listen up. You need to spend more time listening to them because it, it does get better with age. I think I'm just going to bring all of my recording stuff, all my mobile recording stuff, and just try to like corner them after they leave the venue and just be like, guys, talk to us. What do you think about stuff? Remember that time you ignored me on Twitter? <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> um. So let's let's get a, a, a bit away from Star Wars uh, oh. while we have Matt here. So outside of Star Wars. outside of Star Wars, <laughs> what what's kind of your favorite universe? Are you like a Marvel, there DC, anime? Yeah, yeah, there isn't any. No, I I mean I love my anime too. Like I mean I grew up with them. Um, 
VHS copies of uh, Akira, Ghost in the Shell. I know they're the big ones, but I, I watched them like so many times. Uh, I, I mean, franchise-wise, I kind of I would dabble in a lot of them, but Star Wars is just, to be honest with you, the biggest one. So, yeah, so Lord of the Rings, DC, eh. DC versus Marvel. I would be more of a Marvel dude, okay. right at heart. Yeah, right? yeah, me too. But, but DC are cooler. <laughs> yeah, uh, DC that might be yeah. a good way to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely understand. Well, Daredevil was fantastic. Yeah, the like, show is great. Yeah, I'm still going through it. Is Daredevil yeah. not DC? No, Marvel. I don't know what the fuck. You don't know. Yeah, Mar- <clears throat> you don't know was- all, the, all the things you like from DC are actually Marvel characters. Iron Man! <laughs> Iron Man's my favorite Batman. DC. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't like to talk about it because I don't know too much about uh, DC characters. I love Batman. I hate Superman. And I... Green Lantern. I love a majority of the Marvel characters. I don't really know anything about Green Lantern, though. He, yeah. It's an interesting guy. Yeah, but I don't know anything about his powers. I haven't seen the movie or like the Justice League cartoon or read any comics or anything. Yeah. So. A- After the Burial is a- another good band. Yes, I completely agree. Unfortunately, I saw him in concert and they were horrific. I don't know if it was just that night or whatever. It was on a Monday night, so I'm sure they were just like fuck. Horrific my- for a metal band. It was a good adjective. They were really good. <laughs> no, no they, it was it was it was upsetting because one of my buddies knows one of the guys and after the burial and he was like, dude, you got to go see him. Got to go see him. And we saw him and we just stood there was like, this is not good. I, I wish it was better. That's what people say. <laughs> um, Kerner, Matt Kerner, you can, I'm sure you can see that, but he wants you to say something uh, stereotypical. Oh, my God. Don't say it. You don't have to say it, though. Tell him to fuck off if you want. I, I can say it, Kerner, but then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> Please. That's enough. Please do it. Please. <laughs> I mean, it's going to cost me a fortune and flights getting over there, tracking yeah. you down and all the rest. But the, anyway, the donkey would probably can, really, can I, okay. <laughs> it would drown. Do you in know the that sea. we don't actually have lucky charms over here. You don't. No, we have to cut the legs off rabbits. Yeah, unlucky charms. <laughs> okay, I'll say it for you, Kerner. They're always after me, lucky charms. How's that? How's that? Yeah. <laughs> fucking. You know, now you know why I don't get fucking cast for those commercials. <laughs> No, I'll I do it again this time with passion and feeling. They're always after me, lucky charms, the bastards. <laughs> Those fuckers. Those fuck you fuckers. Oh my god. What's the name of that goddamn show? It's um Shrek. it's basically a parody of um Back to the Future. Um Rick and Morty. <laughs> Everyone yells at I us know. about that Keep show. About that adventure time, and I have not watched any, either of Sorry. them. Sorry. But there's a big okay. Rick and Morty about the lucky charms that I feel every time I hear that. That uh, fuck thing. And I don't even know what the goddamn uh, Lucky Charms are. <laughs> They're like marshmallows and sh- fucking sugar, aren't they? Oh, it's, it's poison <laughs> That's sugar. That's what marshmallows are. It's poison it's sugar. sugar. Yeah. Sorry, it's sugar and sugar with some fluffy sugar. I'm a beer, I'm a beer and marshmallow philistine. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. <laughs> that word four times so far. <laughs> so the that's, Guinness is... That's, that's the title philistine. of the episode is philistine. Matt the philistine. <laughs> Just call it the philistine. The yeah, philistine, I love of, I love philistine of lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> so you do not yeah. have uh, lucky charms cereal in Ireland? We don't, we don't have them. And you know what? It's probably we, a good we thing. We still manage to get on with our day-to-day life. I know. It's, I can't believe that. They have regular old Not charms. Just, yeah, there's, this kind of, there's this movement within Ireland at the moment. Uh, they, they have these stores where they sell um, American um, sweets and kind of candies, I suppose, what you call them. Mm-hmm. And they'd sell like um, Twinkies and stuff like that. But like, okay, say, say for a box of um, 20 Twinkies over here. Get, 
How much is it for, say, a box of Twinkies in America? I've bought that Twinkies since I had a grandpa that bought Twinkies for me. I don't think I've ever had a Twinkie. They're okay, just, I mean, guesstimate it for me. It's a dollar! A Twinkie a do- is probably, it's probably like $4 for like a dozen Twinkies. Okay, for a dozen Twinkies, which would be approximately three euros here, okay? So here they sell a box or a, a regular box of Twinkies in one of these specialist stores, 20 euros. Holy shit! It's like wow. 40, people, $40. People buy that shit. <laughs> you want to pay extra to die? Yep, here you go. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, so like, you know, all this kind of sugar and shit. <laughs> but you, you dudes, I mean, I was over in New York in 2013, and uh, I, I have to say your selection of stuff is, is superior to ours. You know, well, the selection's good. The content of the selections is not always great. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Don't it's stay over food. here for too long. You're gonna get diabetes. <laughs> Careful. Uh, yeah. Okay. I won't say. I won't. <laughs> you get diabetes and become racist. So <laughs> we're not. We're not known for our cuisine over here. <laughs> what, what's, what do you guys eat on the daily? What's like your regular uh, potato traditional <laughs> Irish but, meals? Uh, Potatoes, lucky charms. I, have to, I, I, mean, I still have to get rid of that donkey I killed earlier on, so we'll probably eat him for the next month. Lucky potatoes. Now, do you, do you guys have? The, I swear to God, I saw some potato chips, and they were the brand name was Tato. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good brand. That's a good brand. <laughs> Gotta go grab yeah. some potatoes. So maybe you know what? Like, had to like after this, market after this, I'm gonna send you uh, over like a care package a care of just package. like a selection of the Irish potatoes uh, and donkey meat. <laughs> Perfect. Now, now, oh. with for the viewers, viewers, for the people that are listening, <laughs> they are viewers. For the viewers. Um, that don't know you have a full head to toe Boba Fett suit. Uniform. Yes, I do. I thought yes, you were trying to leave Star Wars. <laughs> well, I kind of want to go you back. Lucky Charms. You got potatoes. Hey, about Boba Fett. <laughs> so okay. let's talk about that. What? What's killing, uh, killing a donkey? Boba Fett. <laughs> Speaking of killing Boba Fett, um, so I do. Yeah. So you're a huge be- Mandalorian Boba Fett fan. So maybe talk about a little bit about it. Talk about it. Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett? Boba Fett? Where? Uh, yeah, no, he, I, I've, I've been trooping with the Emerald Garrison, which is the equivalent of, say, you, you, your guys 501st over there. Okay. <laughs> that's, so, that's so funny. That's so funny. Why is guy? He said, talk about Boba Fett, and you just said, Boba Fett. <laughs> and, then, and then you, you stopped. took a pause, and I started cracking up. <laughs> right, sorry. Those, are your, those are your comments on Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, what are your thoughts on Boba Fett? <laughs> um, my, my thoughts on him are, are I love him. I, he's my favorite character. Uh, it was my first action figure I ever ever um, got as a child. Oh, so nice. I was like, cool. Um, now, we had an unfortunate inquisition with a drunk guy at Comic-Con. And he was arguing against Boba Fett, saying he was a piece of shit. He, he was killed easily. Everyone calls him the most badass per- person in blah, blah, blah. And he just falls through yeah. a big sand vagina and then he dies. Yeah. And so what, what would you say to yeah. that guy? I, 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 well, there's no shame in being wrong. <laughs> uh, so, no, I, I think, I think Boba Fett, yeah, he is uh, bad. He's a terrible bastard. Um, but also he, he managed to get if he did fall into a vagina in the middle of the desert I mean that that's just testament to how cool he is he managed to get some poon even in Tatooine he just dives right uh, in <laughs> you know, 
So yeah, so basically, uh, I, I just think um, Boba Fett in general is is, is a, a very intriguing character because he said nothing in, in in the original trilogy. You just you immediately want to, to know more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and because he's kind of so ambiguous, I suppose um, makes me more interesting. And the armor looks so cool. Like that's the first thing you see. You see his armor, and you go, "Jesus Christ, he looks so cool." I have um, actually recently got the um, the sideshow um, prototype Boba Fett. You know, the one where he was meant to be like a, a specialist stormtrooper. Oh, I don't wow! Know that? Go. Yeah, like basically, Boba Fett originally was meant to be um, a, a, a superior stormtrooper, like an elite stormtrooper mm. that they would send into battle to look at, to you know, to to track down the rebels. That makes... And then he evolved into a bounty hunter <clears throat> from there. <clears throat> so that's the 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 costume when he's all uh, he's all white. Oh, oh okay. wow! You in that? So now that makes you know sense. the one. You know the one I'm talking about. So they painted that up. But um, yeah, no, that's my next uh, costume. That makes a lot more sense. And that actually might be foreshadowing into Captain Phasma about her being yeah. just, instead of a bounty hunter, just having a badass like person yeah. that they can always go to. Hey, we need to kill some Skywalker asshole. An assassin or something. And they're just like, yep, done. And then they, that's, they don't, she shouldn't even talk. She goes, uh-uh. Yep. And then walks away and does it. Duh. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what are your thoughts overall on what you've seen so far with the Force Awakens? I know we went what, into, what? A, oh, I know we went into a little bit about like how JJ is going to do it, but what I guess <clears throat> what what are you most excited about? Um, well, we, we kind of digressed along a, a lot of it. Why don't we say like, uh, what's your uh, what character are you most excited most excited to learn more about? R two D two, Phasma, Captain Phasma. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. That's a yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I straight away, I mean, like Fest, the first time I seen the Phasma's armor, and I was like, oh my God, what's the story here? Like, more, even more so than Kylo Ren. Because I, I think, I think when you look at Kylo Ren, you're going to see, you're going to, you, you kind of get, you got a gist of what what he's about. He's on a mission, like the Blues Brothers, mission from God or from the Sith. <laughs> but like, he, he kind of, he's got his own uh, uh, agenda. But I think Phasma is interesting because. Oh, what's her role in this? Like, does she play? Well, she's. I. I would. I would consider her probably. Is she subordinate to Kylo Ren, or, or what's her? What's her deal? I think she's far more, you know, interesting and vague, and that's what I like about characters. You, you don't know them, you know, inside out. Whereas, whereas Kylo Ren, we're seeing a lot more. You kind of know what he's about. Whereas Phasma, we don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited just to see. Um, geez, I already forgot his character's name. John Boyega's Finn. Finn. I want to see his full story, and I th- I'm assuming him and Ray, Finn and Ray, are going to be the main characters throughout this trilogy. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited just to see. Yeah, we already know where he starts, and that he does wield a lightsaber at some point. So, just <sighs> they've hinted so many opposite things. Hey, I'm a stormtrooper, and then he's like, Kylo, fuck you, and it's just like, how in the fuck did that happen? <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> bumping fists with Poe Dameron. Yeah. They play Sabacc yes. and they had those twi- Twi'lek whores, remember? Oh. Always because yeah. Twi'leks. That's, <laughs> um, that's, I, I mean, that's pretty cool, too. I, I, there, apparently a new trailer just dropped there a few seconds ago. A new, uh, well, like uh, a 30-second, whatever the, the thing is called, the TV spots. Yeah. Yeah. Just dropped there like about two seconds ago. I'm seeing shots here of BB-8 getting spun around in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, this is live. just came out? This is live. More. More. It's happening. Oh, my God. No way. You don't lie to me. So I don't tell me because I've, I watched one TV spot 
and I don't remember it, and I'm happy I don't remember it. So I've seen the original, tra- the full uh, theatrical trailer, and I watched the international trailer once, and I don't remember the much of that. So I'm trying to just keep distance because I kind of want to walk into it to be like, oh, what is yeah, this? So. Right, you're right. Yeah, because as fans, we can kind of uh, over-anticipate it or whatnot. Yeah, I, I'm, at this stage now, I've kind of stopped listening and reading articles and stuff like that. I'm just going to go. It's only a few days away at this point. Uh, we are less uh, than 30 yeah, days. Yeah, there is a trailer from 40 minutes ago. Yeah. Should we watch it? I'm not watching it. Yeah, let's do it. Do it. Fine. Do you want to watch it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's watch it. All right, live bitches, we're going to watch this shit. You can't see it, but you should go look it on YouTube. It's called Star Wars The Force Awakens TV Spot Number 6. All right, that was too loud. Wow. 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 <laughs> yeah, this is uh wow. Jesus. Wow. What the fuck, JJ? Why are you doing this to us? No, man. But you that's that's the best I've seen so far. There was a lot more that was like focused on Finn and there was like two or three different shots of him with a lightsaber that wasn't the shot with Kylo. Like he's fighting stormtroopers with his lightsaber like Did you see the, like with the stormtrooper stuff? Yes, we we saw the stormtrooper so, with the so, staff. So, yes, it was awesome. I'm here. So am I. <laughs> Are you here for me? <laughs> yes, I'm here for everyone. It's, it's the only reason, really. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that was a lot of Han. Not a lot, but we saw Han and uh, Finn working together doing some shit. So BB-8 playing some roly-poly in the, in the Falcon. So... Yeah. It's yeah. That's the last thing I'm, I'm watching. That's the last yeah. thing I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Until they bring it, right? Because at this point, <laughs> we could probably just piece together all the trailers and everything, and we just get the full movie. Somebody did actually. <laughs> uh, I saw a recent video. Somebody took all the trailers and TV spots and put them together in one big like trailer. It's like six minutes long or something. Ridiculous. Welcome. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's kind of a problem with modern modern movies. Like they give everything away in the trailer. Yeah, I, I they're they're giving like just enough away to keep us like really on the edge of our seat and like excited and talking about it. There's like nonstop buzz on online and on social media and stuff about it. Yeah, it's awesome. Those guys really for everyone. I I think uh, JJ knows what he's doing, and he's saying you can only release X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You, you cannot say anything about. You know, and he'll have just a murder of stuff that he you cannot talk about. I agree with yeah. that. So, Perusal. like, we still haven't seen um, Maz Katana, like um, Lupita Nyong'o's character. We still haven't seen Snoke's, like Andy Serkis's character, even even a snippet, even a, a like a, a photograph of him. Yeah, so, I mean that's that's pretty cool. And in, in modern society, to keep that under wraps. And that guy who is uh, like a general. With a big cloak, I can't remember his name. We've gotten like General one hooks. Hooks, yeah. We got one shot yeah, of him, played, but he played by Donald Gleason, actually, an Irish actor. Yes, yes. And but we haven't seen him in the trailer yet. We've seen a picture of him, but we haven't seen him in the yeah. trailer. Any of the trailers, I should say. And Mac, he looks totally Mac. like a, an old, an old like uh, general, like you know, in the old Star Wars, like. Yeah, he looks like like a young Tarkin or something. Young Tarkin, yeah. 
And then, well, you're still, I guess you're still buzzing like, on Tarkin after reading it, aren't you? <laughs> just a little bit, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, it's such a good book. Like, I, I, I love that. Actually, it was one of my favorites of the new canon. I don't think they could have cast anyone better for to play Tarkin because that guy's face is just so cold. Fuck everything, and he's just like. <laughs> Yeah, I heard what you said. You have a family, but fuck them. Press the button. Yeah. Beep. <laughs> like, I boom. was I was mad while reading Tarkin, and then after like a few days after I finished reading it, I looked back and I was like, that was a good book. Yeah. Yeah. No. You see, it is one of those things. Yeah, it's a slow burner and then sticks with you. I just finished Battlefront actually. Um, that's that's really good. The book, like obviously, the book, the game hasn't even come out. Um, For you- no, there's no campaign mode anyway. Yeah, and I, I'm very uh, I'm very convinced that they're going to be tying books and DLC for the game in together as new storylines that are going to intertwine with the movie and all this new stuff is going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big time. Big time. Agreed. There was a shot of, um, uh, Kerner said here there was a shot of hooks in one of the TV spots. Yeah, there is. Like, remember, he goes, he just basically screams fire and two torpedoes go off the side of the stars or stars uh, I must have missed one I haven't seen that one I must have missed one <laughs> I must have missed that one spoiler yeah. I'm sorry he says fire <laughs> shit well no ruin the whole no, movie for no point to go see fire. the movie anymore fire oh. I want- fire yeah fire that uh, tie fighter over there get him <laughs> fire yeah. fire okay perfect these bl- bloody resistance fellas the wreck of me head <laughs> What is happening? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Good. This, this Guinness, we're bubbing it up to a three. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You got anything else to talk about? Matt and I can talk about X-Wing. Do X-Wing. Oh, oh, uh, oh please. After you, sir. <laughs> yes. X-Wing. Possibly one of the greatest game board games I've ever played. And I played quite a lot. Uh, it's, um, I am new to the entire miniatures slash RPG tabletop games in general. Yeah. Uh, yeah. X-Wing was the very first one I dived into, and it's pretty fantastic, gotta say. Yeah. Especially for us people that are, like, rabid Star Wars fans, as it is. It's, like, it's a great game to play, and it puts you right in the zone of, like, Star Wars. You guys, like, I have, I envy you greatly because you have such a great community over there. I have a great um, kind of games group here, but you were saying, obviously, I know Nova Squadron and all that kind of stuff is around your locale. But mm-hmm. it's fantastic. I got into X-Wing in 2013. Someone brought, um, showed me the Millennium Falcon. Just the second wave had come out. And I'd just seen it and I was like, this is, I have to buy this. Irrespective of playing the game or not, the model was so amazing. But then I played the game and it's so easy to pick up. I was like playing it within the first five minutes and understanding it. But it's so tactical and, and really like kind of, you know, it's quite it's quite difficult to master, but easy to pick up. Yeah, and but, there's um, like endless combinations of everything. Yeah, it's just, and now the different factions and obviously with the new TIE Fighters and the new X-Wings that come out, it's just one of those games that keeps getting better and better, you know? I... I I mentioned to you before as well, I play Armada and um, Imperial Assault. Mm. And they're two two awesome games as well, if you ever get a chance. You two guys would love them. Imperial Assault especially, because it's campaign-driven. So you, you you pick, you you say, for example, you one player would play the uh, Imperials, and basically he would, he would uh, be like the games master, so to speak. He'd be in charge of... It's a dungeon crawler, so he'd be in charge of the overall campaign. And then the other character would play... 
other characters, other people would play the car- the, the rebels kind of, and basically you've got different objectives within the game, and it's so well. Fancy Flight Games are fantastic. So I'm assuming okay. you like it. Sorry. You like X Wing. Now that and was just Imperial me telling Assault. you how much I fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a big twist at the yeah, end. Yeah. Fuck that. Lost, lost in translation. We were, we were somewhere else. So. Yeah, I found it. Uh, I found it kind of confusing to get into. Honestly, uh, I think it's because I've never played that type of game before, and it was yeah. been out for almost three years. So there was the people that I was playing with were already like, "I have all the ships and wa- catch up, hurry up, asshole." So it was a little bit of that. But now that I know what I'm doing, it's a lot of fun. Especially with all the new content coming out for like the game, uh, the games, the movies, and the books, I'm, I know they're going to tie that all into uh, into X Wing, which is cool. We're going to get new yeah. ships and new pilots and everything. It's going to be cool. That's that's how I found you guys. Actually, um, initially I was like uh, looking for X Wing podcasts. I was like on X Wing and like Rose Squadron, definitely. And then I started listening to you guys. Like no is, mention of X Wing, but I was like these guys are cool idiots. though. I listen to these dudes. <laughs> I knew that actually once we talked last week and you mentioned Nova Squadron uh, I knew yeah. that you originally found us. You said Rogue Squadron. And I was like, he was looking for X-Wing. He doesn't even <laughs> like us. I was cruising the internet for X-Wing sites. <laughs> <laughs> it was seedy, but in the best possible way. <laughs> yeah, but um, um, it's it's fun. I've been playing a lot of it. And uh, Wave 8 supposed to be out before the new year. So let's hope yeah, they stay really. on schedule. So I mean, that, that would be awesome. So a couple episodes ago we did a trivia thing and they yeah. they got pretty fucking ridiculous with their questions you being <laughs> being such a boba fett fan i'm gonna ask you one of those fucking questions see if you know oh mm, jesus Christ. here we go here we go what is boba fett's real name boba fett just no it's J- jaster mariel with um you know boba fett had many names but jaster mariel was kind of the the original kind of name that he was going with Wait, is that true? I have no idea. What do you mean? We, ne- we never answered mean? it. We skipped what it. What do you mean, Boba Fett's real name? The character who played him or... or That's all I it mean- says. Like, we were doing a trivia and there was like 30 questions and one of them was literally just, what is Boba Fett's real name? And we were like, uh, skip. Yeah, that that's crazy because... I mean, he... I mean, if we're going with legends here, he was... You know, Django Fett was, was kind of taken up by Jaster Mareel and... But Boba Fett is his name. <laughs> That's his name. Well, um, I'm I'm going with your answer because fuck that. Maybe, question. maybe I'm wrong here, but I mean that's, that has, that's what I if think there's any them. if there's any answer, that has to be it. My other thought is like these were written with just the original trilogy out, and yeah. that there was some different backstory with him before they changed it to uh yeah, to like, be. But Jango even Fett. as a journeyman, he was always known as Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Like you know. Yeah. Hmm. Jeez, you stumped me. The first question out of the gate. Boom. Well, that was <laughs> that was the one that we we just looked at each other and said, "That's fucking dumb." His name's Boba Fett, right? Like, I mean, maybe I'm missing something here. And if if I have, I'll eat my hat. I'll eat my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really wrong, but you know what I mean. My my Mandalorian helmet. Yes, indeed. Uh, <laughs> but that uh, that name actually sounds really familiar. Now that you mention it, Justin Mariel, it sounds yeah. really familiar. Remember, you know, as uh, Django Fett was growing up, then he'd seen this kind of brigade and he was taken in by, by uh, Jaster Mariel and Jaster Mariel was kind of... That's the only name I would know other than Boba Fett. Yeah. Well, it that can't be right because I'm looking on Wikipedia and it's talking about Jaster Mariel rescues a young Django Fett. So he's, old, yes. he's older. Yeah. He's older than Django. Yeah, he's like a really, you know, kind of old school Mandalorian. Yeah. 
So that's not as unless they just like went back and like they they, the they, guy, they the guy who gave you this question should have given you the answer as well. It's one of those things. True. You know? True. We, True. We, we, we skipped it because we heard it. and We're like, that's not real. Skip. <laughs> we never even read the answer. We're like, fuck that. If you didn't know, we are the ones that decide what's canon and what's not. So we said that's not canon. Guaranteed. Anymore. I would so. say, JJ, you can't put that in the fucking movie. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> Boba Fett is Jar Jar Fett. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys still have werewolves? We do. We, we do have werewolves. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and leprechauns and fairies. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Pixies. You know what? Like, I mean, I laugh about that, but recently somebody was telling me I was up in the Hill of Tara. Like, Meads is quite a you know a historical place, and we, we were, were quite close to a place called Newgrange, which is like this ancient kind. Of, it's older than the pyramids. This burial site, and uh, you know, someone was telling me there was a trail in the in the in the in the field, and I was like. You know, well, there must have been sheep walking there. No, 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 that's a fairy trail, Matt. That's a fairy trail. I was like, bullshit, that's a fairy fucking trail. <laughs> but these people were like going, yeah, 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 absolutely. There's all these myths like, you know, you don't, you don't chop it. Like if you see a tree in the middle of a field and there's no trees around it, it's just a, a single tree in the middle of the field. You do not, under any circumstances, chop that tree down because it's a fairy tree. And if you do chop that tree down, fairies will put thorns in your bed. <clears throat> It's an end. And this is why Ireland is one of the most leading exponents of alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's seeing fairies and shit <laughs> floating around now. A fairy, yeah. They blame it on the fairies, everything. <laughs> you slept with my sister. It was the fairies. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't show up for work. Uh, fairies, they fucked my alarm clock. I know. Fairies were blocking the highway. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. You know. mm. So, have, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. What do you think? I loved it. I thought it was fucking brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. It just, they just really nailed it, didn't they? The character development, everything. And I mean, I was really surprised as a franchise like that. Guardians of the Galaxy was getting a movie. I was like, no way, really. I thought it was for a long time. Where even when they were in production, I was like, this is just all something else. But then when I seen it, it just it made sense. It made a lot of sense. It was great. Uh, we are newcomers to we love superheroes, but we we're newcomers to like the actual like stories behind superheroes and everything. Yeah. So I didn't know what the hell Guardians of the Galaxy was, but when I saw that it was Chris Pratt, I love him. Um, oh, he's great. And then all the other Marvel movies have been fantastic. So obviously <laughs> saw it, and yeah, it's pro it might be my favorite of the uh, the new Marvel universe. It might be my favorite one. Oh yeah, because it's so distinctive. Like it's so different to everything else. And I, and in all, in all fairness to Marvel as well and Disney, a lot of the new superhero films, I think we're we're being superheroed out. I mean, we're, it's kind of jaded at this point. You know what I mean? There's, it's very formulaic. Like introduction to character, massive uh, climactic thing happens that will, potentially will destroy the world. They have to overcome their own trials and tribulations and then defeat it. Yeah, that was that's the, the kind of the the, the template. But that really, I know it was the same template for Guardians of the Galaxy, but they did it more stylishly, I felt. I'm, yeah. I'm still, I'm excited for the Batman vs. Superman because I I think it's not going to be like that. It's yeah. going to be, you're going to walk into turmoil. There's not going to be, because we already know who these people are, who the, who yeah. the heroes are. So I think we're just going to kind of walk into it and it's all hell's going to break loose. And I think yeah. something crazy is going to happen at the end. Not Because both heroes can't win. I guess they no. could because the Justice League did happen. But. Well, DC's got to be on the thought process of we can't just 
do what Marvel did for over the past like eight years. We can't just copy that. We have to go. We have to connect all our movies, but do it in a different way. So I'm hoping. Yeah, it's something different. Yes, I'm hoping. Yeah, me too. I mean, it would be good to see some some totally different spin. But to see the thing about it is that the, the average movie goer nowadays really just wants to see what they want to see. So if you did throw a kind of a spanner in the works and made a story where, okay, it went against convention, I I think personally you'd feel, you'd see a lot of uh, lashing, like people retaliating against that because the average moviegoer just wants to go see, you know, an hour and a half, two hour movie where the hero dies and it's very clear cut. But you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I genuinely don't think that, that people understand creativity anymore. I completely agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I, there's, there's, I, I, I don't even know what to say. <clears throat> the, the movies, I, everything right now is going to be flooded. And that's when we got back to the Star Wars stuff where it's just, there's so much stuff coming out so fast. And there's, you know, every bit and piece is going to be covered here. I think it's just going to get ridiculous really quickly. And I'm looking forward to the content. But I think yeah. it, it might dilute everything. So, yeah, agreed. We're done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, Actually, that's how we've been ending the shows Bye. lately. So, <laughs> now is there is there anything that you are currently working on in your career that you would like to push, or any any movies that you've been in and uh, that you're like, push. guys, you need to do this. I, I, you know, I just finished a film called The Lobster. I don't know if you guys have it over there yet. Um, it's a it's a fairly nutball movie. I think you should anyone who who likes cinema should watch it. The lobster. That sounds really pompous and bullshitty. But yeah, the lobster. I finished the lobster. Um, it's out in cinemas now at the moment, and I have a small scene in that. But it's a, it, by and large, it's a fantastic film that anyone should go and see. So the lobster, and then you starred in in the fairy the fairy king. I started the fairy king, the apocalypse of Donkeyland. <laughs> <laughs> the fairy goat and don't what how do you know that? You do good research. I mean, yeah. that's fantastic. How do you know that? Yeah. You know, I do I do a lot of theater over here, so unless you want to get on a boat or a boat, a boat, who boats anymore? Do you boat? I don't boat. But come over to Ireland at any time, I'll probably be doing some show or some... I skiff. Small theater show. Yeah, skiff. I skiff. Skiff, yeah. What kind of theater do you do? Only the best, sir. <laughs> Star Wars Theater, great. <laughs> Star, you know, Star Wars Theater. I'd love to do, you know the way they released the uh, Star Wars Shakespeare? Mm-hmm. I'd love to do a, yeah, a small are, production of that. Those are hilarious. Yeah, you should. They're really good. They're really good. I'd love that. But probably cost me a fortune to get the rights. And be going like, fuck you, man. You're not getting them. Yeah. Give us 99% of the royalties. Yeah, doing a few bits at the moment. A few short films coming up now in 2016. It kind of gets a bit quiet around this time of the year. But um, yeah, I'm happy enough. A few films in a, in film festivals, but exclusively kind of here in Ireland, in, in Cork and in Dublin. So um, yeah, watch this space, as they say. You should just show up on set in the Boba Fett costume and be like, dude, I had an epiphany. Like, I need to wear this during the filming. It'll make the <laughs> it, it'll give the character so much depth. You don't even know who I, like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, I did try that and I did get escorted off the, the set. <laughs> Can't come over here. I'm, I'm, come on, JJ. Give us a job. Give us a fucking job, will you? You got to wait for episode eight, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're I think I'll be waiting. <laughs> You're scaring the children. It's all over it. Yeah. Perfect. Well, well, dude, we were really glad to finally 
be able to link yeah. up. And finally... Sorry, it took so long. It was oh. uh, it's amazing to talk to you guys. Okay. Um, sure, look, keep me keep me posted. I'll be listening to you in the future, obviously. Yeah. yeah, for sure, man. And we're glad to have you on whenever you have time, whenever you're free of. Uh... Yeah. Imperial entanglements. We'd love to have you back. We'd like awesome. to. We'd like to uh, fight the fairies with you. Um, so as yeah, soon as you get two more Boba Fett suits, we'll suit up and uh, we'll swim our we'll swim our ass over there. <laughs> as soon as you get two free plane tickets to Ireland, uh, we'll be on our way. No, so, I mean you can come pick us Boba up in Fett versus the fairies. Yeah, I want to see that comic made. You can come pick us up in Slave One. Um, yeah, no problem. You can, yeah, you <laughs> no can definitely, problem. definitely lays across the ocean. So. <laughs> Perfect. Well, awesome. we do. We do. Thank you for for coming thank on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, do you any last minute? Do you have like a website or a Twitter you want to shout out to anybody that's listening? No, follow me, Matthew underscore O underscore Brian, uh, my Twitter handle. Just give us a shout there. See what you can do. The same with the uh, Instagram. I'm Matthew O'Brien on Instagram as well. And that's Brian so, with an E for all you ignorant Americans. <laughs> Matthew O'Brien. Matthew O'Brien couldn't, couldn't possibly get any more Irish. <laughs> right, and we uh, we we, we tagged him on the profile. So if you if you look at our stuff, if you're confused and you can't spell, you can find him. Yeah. There, so I'm so sorry about the signal, or the reception, or whatever this is called, the interwebs. It's totally okay. It's cool. the Antichrist. That's the problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'll uh, I'll talk to you later, lads. Thanks so much for everything, and uh, hope to see you soon. Thanks, Bye, man. man. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Safe. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Cheers. All right, fuck that guy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, we that's awesome. If you guys have been listening to us for a long time, we've been we talked about Matt a long time ago, and then we just he fell off the face of the earth, was doing his thing, and we finally caught back up with with him. And with the the time zone difference, it's so difficult to get him on, and he's usually pretty busy, and we're busy. Um, so it's awesome to finally get his ass on the show. Um, he was the very first one that tuned into us live. Him and Kerner were the very first people that actually tuned into us. And Kerner doesn't count, so it's mainly Matt. It's awesome. <laughs> it's fantastic to have him on. Like you said, it's like 2.30 a.m. there. He's about to go play some Fallout and all the rest of it. So it was just good. It was a nice, significant moment for our episode 50. Um, back on Twitch, hence any... Uh, hence, and that's not a word, right? Hence? It's a hence. word, but it's not a... Henceforth! That's not what I was trying to say. Hence, it's not a sentence. Um, Therefore. Despite any difficulties, we are getting things tweaked, and we will be likely back every week for live episodes. We also are getting prepared to do fanboy commentary with a new series of movies. I think Batman is next in our list. We've been talking about it. We've been murmuring about it, and I think we're about to make it happen. So, Batman... 1989, Batman Returns, Forever, and Batman and Robin. We are definitely prepared to laugh the shit out of those movies. So stay tuned for that. About to laugh the nipples right off that bat suit. Right off of Vicky Vale. So you can, in the meantime, check us out online, rogueswatchingpodcast.com. Our old fanboy commentary, which is the original six Star Wars films, you can find on there. Uh, sync them up next time you watch your favorite saga. And then obviously follow follow us on Twitter and Instagram for awesome comedy fun on goodness at Rogue Squad Pod. Perfect. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Wanna thank you guys for 